Max RPG Podcast. I'm in Max, 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 Pursuing the RPG hobby with reckless abandon. Why, hello. Hello. Welcome to Season 21, Episode 17 of Happy Jack's RPG Podcast. My name is Stu. My name is Gina. My name is Adam. My name is Stork. Adam, you're back. I'm back. This is kind of cool. This is actually some deja vu because my very first podcast was sitting in between Gina and Stork, who I just met for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and now. I know. The love of yeah. Monster Hearts was bonded I know. Us that night. <laughs> yeah. And now it's the love of Monster Hearts compels you. Yes. The yes. love of Monster Hearts compels you. Compels you. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It compels me. I will baptize you possessed, with rye. Is there a possessed yes. playbook? Yeah. There should be a possessed playbook. Uh, you get the infirmary. There are so yeah. many uh, playbooks. Yeah. 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 In this uh. episode of Happy Jack's RPG <laughs> Podcast, Mike from MI, is that Michigan or is that Mobile Infantry? Starship <laughs> Troopers. Oh. Or it's MIT and he just forgot? What have awesome. you been doing a lot? For me. <laughs> I, yeah, I've listened to it three times this year. You might have a so problem. It's it's no, because it's an amazing and excellent novel. So yeah. Uh, Mike from MI brings up Schrodinger's plot hook, which is... The, the term I coined for what he's talking about. Steve in SoCal writes in about faith and religion in RPGs, and Daniel from Australia has a small GURPS based well actually about languages. But first, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. That's happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. We're on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, happyjacksrpg, all one word. And if you'd like to watch the show live, you can watch us at happyjacksrpg. No, no. HappyJacks.org slash live. HappyJacks.org slash live. And we do the show on Friday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time currently. That's mm-hmm. right. If you just go to your search engine, AltaVista even works, and just <laughs> just type in a Boulain uh, search yeah. thing for for Happy Jacks RPG, <laughs> yeah. it'll come up. It probably won't work on Bing, yeah. but yeah. it'll work on everything No, else. Bing's fantastic. Log on to AOL <laughs> with your free disc yeah. that you got at the grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> Or in, or in a box of Cheerios. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I started yeah. using a thing called Cirex dot... Cirex dot M-E? S-E-E-R? S... S, I think it's S E. Excuse me a minute while I go out and kick your dogs around. <laughs> no. I know. I'll be right back. They're just lonely. There's something. There's something bothering them. They they want some bourbon. Yeah. What's it called? Searx.com. S e e r x.com. And that'll work oh, for like five minutes. We're like. What? When you're when you're 20 years older than you are now, will you record something like that for me, and I so I can watch it every day because that was awesome. Record it now because it won't have the syllabus. Oh, it won't have true. Any teeth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Cirex for certain things. Yeah. Is a fantastic search engine if you're doing really? research and stuff like that because it gets a lot of um, a lot of like academic things. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic search engine for some stuff, not for everything, but for yeah. some stuff. Interesting. I downloaded. Seven new browsers like a couple months ago because mm-hmm. my favorite browser was being a brat. And my yeah, Mozilla sucks now. It sucks. No, it's mine terrible. was. I'm sorry, it was Chrome. It was Ooh. laggy as shit. Yep. yep. Well, they and I reinstalled it. I did all the things. Yeah. Microsoft but I don't know what Edge. Happened. Oh, that wasn't my favorite. <laughs> it's. I found it to be pretty quick. I use. Really? It is actually yeah. quick and it's. Little it's not bit. Internet Explorer anymore. Yeah. They recoded yeah. it. Yeah. So. I, I also the Brave browser. Oh, I uh, I tried uh, Brave. Uh, won't, they won't. It won't. Cobalt. Yeah. 
Brave Ice browser. Dragon and if Dragon. you install yeah. an ad block on Brave yeah. browser, yeah. Have you tried Chromium, which is yes. Chrome's? Hello. Uh, I think I can oh, actually sorry, put maybe? developer or something on my, <laughs> on my fucking resume now, though, nice. because of Chromium. Yeah. Like, you had to install it all yourselves, yeah. and the, all yourself, yeah. and then you have to... That's what's on my, yeah, my no. Raspberry Pi. I have a 21-year-old yeah. nephew living with me. He just It just showed up on my computer one It day. is some bleeding-edge really uh, canary is, is better for oh, yeah. that. It's really? a little more user-friendly, yeah. but yeah, I, I want it to just be a big entire life. Chromium. Oh. My entire life is stored on Google Autofill, so... Oh, yeah. Yes. I don't know how I would get into any of my passwords without it. I so. changed my default. Don't from, hack me. From, from uh, <laughs> I, I changed my default from Google for my search yeah. engine to uh, Sear X. Yeah, it lasted about two weeks. Okay, yeah. because there's some stuff it doesn't do that you start to rely on. It's like, yeah. oh, I, how do I, I need to? I, how do you spell this word? And if you put it yeah. in wrong, CRX doesn't always oh. correct oh. it. Whereas Google, yeah. always, even if you get close, it's going to say, did yeah. you mean this? You know what's an yeah. awesome browser is uh, Opera. Yeah. Is mm. Opera is fantastic, but I was using Opera Neon, which I love, love, loved. And it just stopped. Windows 10 said, no, thank you. I, so, oh. yeah. I will bring this up since we're on the topic. And maybe yeah. some brilliant reader can help me fix this problem. But... Uh, so the thing that I use on Google the mm. most is Google Image Search, right. and Pinterest and Tumblr mm-hmm. have ruined it. Yeah, they're up at the top. Yeah, everything. Uh, they, I don't yeah. have a Pinterest account. And yeah, it bothers the hell out of yeah. me. Yeah. It's just Google Image Search, and then it's just like it, like thousands I'm upon like, oh, thousands cool of cool Pinterest image. and Tumblr entries, and no actual credit to the original sources. And uh-huh. so there's so much that I can't use now because I can't trace it back to where it actually came from. Are you from. a weirdo like me too and you won't click on the sponsored shit? Oh, like yeah. I go, yeah. nope, yep. Yep. nope, nope, nope. nope. Yeah. If you're a sponsored link, I'm yeah. sorry. It's sorry. not working. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, but if anybody knows a way around that or, you know, something that, you know, will, because uh, I don't want to type in the, what is it, minus percent sign tumblr.com <laughs> and minus percent sign t- pinterest.com etc every time I google image search and I do yeah. like not working I got my keyword so I just type GI and whatever I'm looking for in my browser bar and just boom image search and wow. like d- this is this is my jam this is something that I use like every single day for oh, so yeah. many oh, things oh yeah but I just need a browser that can handle all the bookmarks I have because I've been using oh. this stuff mm-hmm. since Netflix mm-hmm. or no not Netflix since I'm Netflix. sorry Netscape Netscape but, yeah, and oh, I yeah. probably got 20 years with the bookmarks that right. have been transferred back and forth between yep. browsers, and it wow. is vast. Yeah. Half those things are probably broken now. Probably. <laughs> yeah. But I still want them. Right. They're there. I might need them later. It's like no. the keys on my key ring. No, I, they're, they're really not stored. Do you throw them away? They're do you throw those keys back. away? Yes, they're I do. Back. Do you, you know might, what they're for? You might, what, what if you can't you get your might house? find the lock. Yes. <laughs> I don't ever get people that carry, like, the massive key rings oh, yeah. of yeah. everything. Yeah. Like if if I have me, I should oh, probably turn oh, it off. Okay. If I, I have guess. a key that I don't know what it's for, I try everything that uses mm-hmm. a key in my apartment. If it doesn't fit one of those mm-hmm. things, it goes in the trash. Yep. So, yeah. Same thing with bookmarks. What do you do though when you go to your storage locker that you forgot about and you can't get in? (laughs) Can you get a key made or you cut it off with a bolt cut? Right, yeah. Welcome to our RPG podcast. Yeah, we're talking about so many RPGs. Techno babbling and keys. I blame myself. It never happens with Happy Zone. So tonight on Happy Jacks, we're playing the group, the game Old People and our technology. Uh, the uh, Renaissance Pleasure Fair is going on. 
That's so, I'm still doing a Monster Hearts with old right. people versus oh, technology. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I totally did a foot next. Oh my god. Now I want to make. What was that movie that came out with the assassins? It was like Red something, and like Helen Mirren played this like it's retired called, assassin. Yeah, Red. Red, Red yeah. Re- retired. Terminator's it's based oh, on is the that what it was yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Now I want to play that, uh, like that concept, like, 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 what's the word? I'm like senior citizen uh, operatives in like a cyberpunk. Uh, oh, totally. Uh, sprawl totally. kind They're of in you know. wheelchairs. Yeah, and just, like, just looking, and they're like too crotchety to like. Right. Oh my god, yeah. you kids these days, you don't remember dial up, right? Yeah. <laughs> when we were when we were jacking the net, we had to go on dial up, <laughs> right? Yeah. We'd yeah. wait for 25 <laughs> minutes in that freaking lobby till we could get in. Right. <laughs> I ran punching a, the walls. No, uh, <laughs> I wrote graffiti. <laughs> I, I ran a moment of truth play test at a con. It was a one shot that was all the characters were retirees. Ah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm into it. I was actually going to put a skill in there. Uh, 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 Restaurant check uh, haggling. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. That would be awesome. That's awesome. I love it. You guys should take this and run with us. I'm I'm totally seeing the scene from, from like, uh, Matrix where he's waiting for the weapons to show up, and it's just a loading I mean, what year was (laughs) Hackers was 1995. Oh yeah, so that's right. Yeah, yeah. It, that's that's a while ago. Four yeah. more years, yeah. and I can order on the senior senior menu. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting. Like this that's is all I get. <laughs> Your AARP card shows up at fifty, though. That's pretty oh, awesome. Oh, oh yeah, I've already got. I've already been getting those. Fantastical. This is just like the first time I was on where I derailed every conversation. <laughs> I don't think it's just you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys are an easy target. Sorry. <laughs> Fair, the the, fair. Uh, the Renaissance Pleasure Fair is going on this weekend. This is the fourth weekend. Mm-hmm. You can come and see the Boggards at Rogue's Reef Stage. 1 p.m., 2.15, 4 p.m., 5.15. And we're doing a meetup at noon. And, yes, big Happy Jacks meetup. Saturday, yes. tomorrow at noon. And I'll I read somewhere, up, so. I think it was you that posted. It's um, RPG. It's International oh, Tabletop Update yep. 2018. Yep. Tomorrow so or yet today? It's tomorrow. Oh, awesome. So we have our awesome, awesome meetup, uh, 12 o'clock, Rogue's Reef Stage. Yep. And we'll be streaming tomorrow night at 5 o'clock. So mm-hmm. we will be participating all over the place. Coincidence? Oh, cool. I, I think, think not. not. Or possibly. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. All right. <laughs> We're plugged in. Yeah. That's right. Uh, right. Plugged in with dial up. You're <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lordy. <laughs> I was so excited when I bought a 96K modem. Me too. Oh. And it did the, and then it oh. makes another tone, and it goes, like, it's even like faster. You can oh, tell yeah. it's more condensed. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh this is going to be amazing. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Do you know? Do you know when I finally switched to like getting like a fast internet thing, and it wasn't for the porn, believe it or not. <laughs> Although that was annoying me. It was actually remember when Lord of the Rings first came out, they were, he was posting stuff behind the scenes mm. and posting trailers and stuff. It was like the first use of the internet, and I remember I was downloading like all day to see. Some of this early trailer stuff, like all day, and I came home and something happened and it dropped. And I had to start all over again. It took like twelve <laughs> hours, and I'm like, "That's it. What's my time worth?" Yeah, Damn, right, I went to work. Right. I came back. I'm looking forward to seeing this thing. Got my beer. Got ready. It's like corrupt. Oh, uh, yeah. My that, first modem was three hundred baud. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I know. A TI 99-4A. I knew you back then. Had 4K wow. of memory. Yeah. Remember, and the hard drives weren't good either. Remember, I didn't have the, hard had drives. Had to load high so that yeah. you could like, put everything. I didn't, yeah. have, I didn't ha- even have floppy drives. I used a cassette tape. <laughs> oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, oh, yeah. For TI, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't even know if they ever made They might have made a floppy for it at some point, but I don't know. Uh, my The first computer we got, my dad got for his real estate office back in the early 80s, and it was the tape cassette drive. Yeah. 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 64... 
pixels or something like or 64 bits the Amiga? or something like that. Well, 64K was probably how much memory it had. Yeah. yeah. Or are talking about the transfer? I just remember it had 64 squares on the screen, and that's how, oh. and, you know. Oh, no. What? So, yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, right, we yeah. were about ready to start <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Schrodinger's <laughs> plot hook from Mike in yes. uh, the Mobile Infantry. Uh, hey, Stu, <laughs> douchebags. It could be douche. Mission Impossible. It could be. <laughs> right. uh, douchebagettes. It could be, well, I won't spoil. Uh, uh, douche baguettes <laughs> and non-binary douche containers. Yay, thanks. I have been listening to your show for a while, and you often bring up lists of rumors for PCs to stumble upon and investigate. Some <laughs> true, some false. It took me a bit to realize, and that's kind of a common thing. In mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially in the old days. Uh, it took me a bit to realize these things these these are things the GM prepares for or is willing to prepare for if the PCs show interest in a particular item. I've s- started using them on my in, in my own game as well. Some rumors true, some are just baseless rumors. I had the thought though, what if the GM were to come up with a list of rumors and only after the PCs showed interest and started investigating would the GM randomly determine how true it was? Could so, some could be related it, and if one true false, then the other must be true, true, false, true. Uh, just an idea. If improv GMs want more tools to keep on their toes, thoughts, discussion. Mike from MI. MI, of course, being maybe incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of that's him. He wrote that, yes. not you. Yes. Yeah, that's him. Yes. Um, so I wanted to kind of talk about this from the perspective of the the GM improvisation and situations where. The party is showing interest. I've talked about this in the mm-hmm. in the vampire game. I had this old woman that owned a bar. Yep. Sorry, I'm going to retell the story again because we always <laughs> have people pertinent. listening. Um, there was an old woman who owned the bar on the island where the party was, mm-hmm. and it made a newspaper. And this is little. It's an ad. It wasn't even a story. It was just a little ad, I think. And they looked at that and they're like, "She's in her late sixties. She's too old to own a bar. She must be a yeah. vampire, <laughs> right?" And, and and I thought. I don't know, her a vampire, <laughs> but I, I ended up making her a mage mm-hmm. during the course of the game, and that that all came up because the party dove in on this one thing, and so I'm, I said, "Well, I'm going to make that interesting for mm-hmm. them." So, but, ca- and to be fair, there's a backstory behind that backstory. Yeah, yeah. bear. Yeah, because because <laughs> yeah, and, and I remember when when Tim latched onto this, I'm like, "No, no, man, he was just filling up space in his newspaper. We've been through this before. Don't go there." No, 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 I'm going to do this, and then Stu's like. And I could see it on Stu, and he's like, okay, great. Now i got to come up with a backstory. But <laughs> but to his credit, because he says, the bear will never, ever happen again. And, 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 the, and the, take, the, the takeaway from the bear was... The bear was a mistake on my part. That's where I was yeah, going with that. I should have either figured out, because uh, there again, yeah. I made a little fake newspaper, yeah. and one of the articles was about someone had been attacked by a bear. And I was yeah. literally just trying to fill up about three column inches of space on the, yeah. on the, yeah. on the sheet. On a prop. Yes. Yep. And and that's what they decided to go after. So they instead of going after, <clears throat> you know, the secret underground Nazi base in the middle of the Arizona desert where the giant dirigibles are being built. <laughs> it's yeah. totally obvious. And that's I mean, no, nobody would go. Why would you go there? Well, no, well, I was, I I didn't, it was a bear attack. No, it didn't actually say that in the article. Well, we we but, thought it was <laughs> mutated bears, so like uh, Wolfenstein bears. Yeah. There yeah. were a lot of people with German last names. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> and it, 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 it did take place in the 1930s. Yeah. But. Um, yeah. The party decided to go after that, and they went bear hunting instead. And it took most of the night to do that. Yeah. 
and I, I could have integrated it in. Maybe the, maybe it's a Nazi in a bear costume. <laughs> it could have been yeah. anything. But, um, so you didn't actually do anything with the bear hunting? It oh, no, just, they, sh- they shot yeah. the shit out of that bear. Well, they killed it. Okay. And then right. discovered that it was... Well, one no, little caveat no here. Lead. It was our yeah. very first time playing Savage Worlds. Yes. Uh-huh. We were breaking in the system, and I, d- I decided, let's let's combat. Let's stress yeah. this thing. It's not why we went after the bear, but it, the bear's coming at us. And so I... And then we, we rolled, and I got my shots, and we all went, right. ah! <laughs> now we know how it works. Okay, cool. But the yeah. takeaway was, I'm never doing this bear again. I, you guys think, went after I think you guys thought that was the clue. That's what I so, remember the yeah. story being. Yeah. That, so, yeah. So totally to... Well, because people died. Totally to Mike's point, you put stuff out there and you either have to prepare for it or be willing to have that become a thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then how how do you decide, is this, you know, and I think that's what he's asking, does this thing become a thing or, right. you know, the whole false than true or true than or, false. Or like a, a red yeah. herring. Or, yes. Yeah. Well, and I, so so I just recently had this experience. I've talked about it on the podcast before, but I was running fifth edition for some people who hadn't really played before. And uh, and there was one player who had played before. And uh, and this was my first time, and I was running fifth edition. I was, it was my first time running a, a module. So, you know, always had done my own stories before then. It's always so and, much reading. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it is, but that's easier than doing so much, yeah. like, flipping through the monster. For sure. Uh, Sorry. It is, but it, it is, but it's hard to figure out what to read and what not to read, and then how to make, the, how to make those yeah. boxes of text so your own. That's exactly the problem that I had. So, so I would read these boxes of text, and, uh, you know, and, and they, the guy who had played before, he goes, oh, there's a description of that door, and it sounds really detailed, so that's probably the important one. Yeah, and, uh, and it's called metagaming. And, and, uh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and I'm I'm reading through what happens in that room. I'm like, that's not important, <laughs> but you know. But mm-hmm. I'm like, do I tell them that? And you know, but uh, but I think there is a lot of that kind of metagaming where, uh, especially in more traditional games, the players are like, oh, the GM made a description of this, therefore it must be an important deal, and it sounds like that's what the bear was, you know. But um, but I my you know for me in uh, in um, like I usually GM PBTA and because it's all improv and it's mm-hmm. zero preparation by the GM for the most part I treated uh, I treat all rumors as uh, they're all true and then uh, the one that the players follow up on that's the important one right so you know like all of this is true all of it could happen. But that one that you guys are like, oh, that's what's going on. Like, it, like in the bear situation, I've been like, oh, well, as you're hunting that bear, you stumble across a cavern and you see some Nazis in uniform. You know, right. just you, because you see a mind control helmet on the bear, it's a bit apparently right. been used right. yeah. to, uh, yeah. exactly, yeah, it has a swastika. It's a swastika on brand yeah. into it, yeah, and and that's just because like that style of gaming just constantly leads me to uh, okay, I'm not going to. Uh, you know, because I, you don't prepare the same way you do for, for other would, games. You would just kind you of ever, go. though, as part of a hard move, reserve the right to misdirect? Because they would get wrong information that would yeah. send them um, away from... You, you know, know I, I, I wouldn't. Okay. When, when I GM PBTA, I, I do not 
uh, I intentionally do not misdirect, and okay. and and this is just my style. Other people might, uh, and I think that, that would could be, be an acceptable hard move if, if you're yeah. doing research <coughs> or you're doing investigate or whatever yeah. in whatever system you're playing. Right. Yeah. That that's that could be the result yeah. of that. Well, we had so Interpol X, uh, one of our first sessions. They they all went into a, uh, this private museum, and all four players rolled investigate a mystery, and all four failed. And, like, the first one failed, and then the second person was like, okay, I'm going to do it. Before I could even make the hard, the, the first hard yeah. move, everybody was rolling. And uh, <laughs> so I'm like, uh, okay. Well, I'll make a perception yeah. check. I'll make a perception check. Right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, okay, now I have four hard moves because every single person failed. And, and they was, know they failed. They know they failed, and yeah. You don't have to so. do hard moves right away. Right. No, you don't. And that's that's mm-hmm. what I did. And, and we had some discussion on the um, the forum about it yeah. because some people were like, well, that's not what I would have done or, or, I, or I think it was inappropriate to or it wasn't the best idea to do this because of that or whatever. Um, and, you know, and I'm like, there's some discussion here. Oh, for sure. Because it was one of those situations that got out of my control. I'm like, what do I do? But what I ended up making it happen was the, yes, one person got slightly incorrect information, okay. misdirection, but that misdirection is what led them to the actual perpetrators or the actual problem. It just might have been more challenging or Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, With something like Powered by the Apocalypse, <coughs> which is so organic and such a collaborative effort, yeah. like something like giving clues can be kind of a tripping point because yeah. it's like, well, what is it you want to know? Right, oh, yeah. You, Oh, your mechanic says that you made you you, you did well. So yeah. you tell me what it is you've learned from this clue, yeah. right? Or, or you know something to that yeah, extent, right. right? It can be right. real mushy. Yeah, it can. It, it kind of gets rid of the whole mystery of am I getting a right clue or a yeah. wrong clue? I, right? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to though. No, it doesn't. No, but I mean, it, you, but I'm not, I don't want to pick on Powered by the Apocalypse. But my my point being that it it is interesting if you get misdirecting. Yeah, things and you don't know it. Yeah, well, well, well that's that's. I think that's one of the reasons that you don't have to do a hard moves immediately. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You can do it yeah. a scene or two later. Right. Yeah. Oh, and the absolutely. Party even know that yeah. that's yeah. that that's the result of yeah. the hard. Yep. They know they failed the role. Hundred percent. Right. So and well and, and to me, no, like, but you don't know when it's going to come up yeah. necessarily unless somebody always has the habit of yeah. pulling their hard move right away. Well, and to me, part of the fun of mm-hmm. uh, of not misdirecting them is that they. They make a roll. They know they failed. And I say, oh, yeah, it's that guy in the corner. That's clearly the guy who killed everybody. And, and they instantly are like, uh, well, we know that's wrong. And, However, and, uh, and, yeah. and my favorite thing is yeah. going, no, it actually was that guy. So, so now here's, he's here's the thing that, that, yeah. that keeps coming to, to head. And we, we don't even know what we're doing, but we've been conditioned with these mm-hmm. games. Right? Mm-hmm. You know that you failed your role. Yeah. And you know that there's a hard move coming up. So at some point you're going to get the carpet pulled out from underneath yeah. you. Experienced players just kind of accept that, and we say yeah. we're not metagaming, and yet we still know we failed that role, and it's going to come right. back right. on us. Mm-hmm. A brand new player is dropping that game is going, "Well, how did what? how did you? Huh? <laughs> right. What?" And and they are. It's not that they're mystified by the rules per se, but they are still thinking. But but I want to find out what the clues are. Well, right. Yeah. And, right. Yeah. And part of it, um, we talked about this. I don't know. Last time I was on, so like a month and a half ago or so with respect to something else, but I don't, I'm don't. i not going to always be right as a player. Right. So just because we, you know, we decide amongst ourselves that we're going to pursue path A instead of B or mm-hmm. C, it doesn't mean it's the right path. So I think that's part of what gets to Mike's question too, is like, 
how how do you decide to whether that's going to lead them in the right direction or whether it's going to be a total red herring or a wrong thing mm-hmm. or whether it leads to another thing that leads to the thing. Yeah. yeah. My, my, my criteria for that yeah. is how interesting their theory is about this uh, thing. Yeah, that's a great... No, that's like with, fair. With, yeah. with, the, with the old woman owning the bar... Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, no, there's something about her. There's something about her, and you know, and I had done, I had done my pre-prep for the game, so I had a, my cast of NPCs because it's vampire. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of yeah, NPCs. and you prep a lot, right? Yeah, because that's when you're pre-prep. Up front, yes, yeah. up front, yeah. yes. Yep. And, and so I had, and but and she had just been a bar owner, and I'm like, that would be interesting if yeah. she was like a mage who's hiding out on this <laughs> island or monitoring yeah. what's going on on the uh-huh. island for, for her, somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I'm like. That that's an interesting idea. I'm going to make awesome. him write. Yeah, and so he sneaks in to her house, and the, the, God, there was like a five or six session arc involving a book he stole from there, hmm. and <laughs> which was all improv. Yeah, it actually turned out to be a very important part of the yeah. book. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and I integrated that into the storyline that I was had been working on, which is yeah. the storyline about. Sebastian and his brother, your your guys's lord at the time. Yeah, and and how. You know, this book ended up once they discovered its existence. Suddenly, that book became very important to yeah. them. Mm-hmm. So suddenly, yeah. I, I generated this MacGuffin that just I just pulled out of my ass. <laughs> that suddenly now is the central central. Yeah. It turns point. out the moat now. It's just convergence of ley lines and has been oh, important okay. throughout prehistoric history. Yeah. Oh, well, sure. Yeah, yeah. but but well, I th- go ahead. I think that uh, to me, like this is if you have if you have a good GM. Uh, you know, or even like a GM who's just trying to be good. Like this is because <laughs> some the all hell. GMs yeah. are trying to be good. Well, yes, true. yeah. Some but, of them don't know the definition of good. Yes, <laughs> true. Yeah, maybe. But, but you know, some, or their definition yeah. is different. Some GMs may not be good yet, but they're at least uh, moving in this direction. Right. But I think that's a that's a good GM sign. Is if if you're playing and your players seize on this thing that you had planned on being irrelevant to go back and look at that and say okay well maybe this is what my characters my players want so let's play with that and come up with a way to work it into relate yeah 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 and so you know i i think it's it's great as a gm to be able to do that to listen to what your players are finding interesting and tailor around all right i'm gonna play devil's advocate then okay Okay. go ahead all right when we did mission in bartable we came up with a list of truths Am and I? falses. Mm-hmm. Now, Mission Bardable was a, a 5e game where everybody was a bard, basically playing Mission Impossible <laughs> as bards yeah. in the fantasy world. It's so amazing. It really was. It actually worked out. I was really surprised. Yeah. It, wouldn't make it, it would make a great campaign. Mm. Uh, all that being said, we came up with falsehoods and stuff, and then we would roll to see if they succeeded, and we handed them a clue. Uh-huh. And they didn't know. But ostensibly, what they would do is they would put together what they knew and what they didn't know and some of the lies were just outlandish you know but mm-hmm. others were maybe close to the truth uh the point is that just it, it was that was like a little meta game in and of itself a little mini game in and of itself trying to figure out what the rumors were mm-hmm. because these people went through just like you would do with MIs do a little uh, recon first and find out what they know about the castle and it's kind of robbing your players if they don't actually get to figure some of this stuff out. It's it's like in Clue when when if 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 they find the the lead pipe and curl mustard in the library and that's actually what it is, <laughs> you don't go through the rest of that stuff, eliminating the other possibilities. 
Mm. You've just made it. No, you just went directly to kernel mustard it, in the. I don't think binary. anybody's saying like you get the RP story lollipop just because you decide to go to a place. I don't sure. think that's what anybody was saying. But I think what it relates exactly to what you're saying, Stork, which is that you know maybe it is a total dead end. But look at something like Mission Impossible or some sort of other you know espionage type of mo- movie or. Uh, television show, and it's like they're even if somebody gets a total dead end or they're sent on a total dead end, they end up either meeting somebody they're supposed to meet or meeting somebody that's got a common interest, or there is something that's well, tangentially. You still want to advance the yeah. story, right. yeah. yeah. It's also right. part of the investigative process without giving you, somebody a clue. You know, even Sam yeah. Spade yeah. would follow yeah. what, what seemed like a relevant clue, and at the end would find a a, a matchbook, yes. and that would lead him yeah. off in yeah. the right direction. But but the point is that you're robbing. The people of this experience of, of crossing checks off their off their investigative list by just making it right the first time. I, I, not that that. Yeah. I, I'm glossing over it. I, I am. Yeah. I am idealizing yeah. the situation. But but the thing is, it's it is interesting if they're wrong. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> no, absolutely. Because we yeah. talked about that. The I think we were discussing the hero's journey mm-hmm. and how the dice can kind of inform. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. the hero's journey isn't always like win 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 win. Oh, and there's always yeah. the. You know, so what you're saying is that there have to be those moments where there's not success. Absolutely. Yeah. But, but I, 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 especially in investigation. I do yeah. think oh, if yeah. they pursue something, though, like hard and they invest time in it, you, you want to have mm-hmm. a kernel yeah. of something. Uh, but I don't like to be given the, like, everything I do is always right either. Yeah. So I don't want, like, what you're saying. I don't want, it's like, oh, because you guys decided to go that way, it's 100% Well, it doesn't, it doesn't awesome. necessarily yeah. have to be... Right. Yes. But make There's it interesting. Something it be, yeah. interesting. I mean, there. The, 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 yeah. the, the whole thing with 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 the, the, the <coughs> woman who owned the bar. That was not. It became part of the plot. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But that wasn't the plot. Yeah. Right. That was just. Who is this? This is something yep. I'm going to go investigate. Yeah. And I just here. Yeah, you find this book. Yeah. It's 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 in Aramaic. <laughs> you can't read yeah. it. You're yep. gonna have to go have it translated, yep. and and it you know it became it became sort of a side thing, yeah. and I integrated it into what the main story was. But it I think it's important if they're especially if you're investing a, a bunch of table time in something, yep. yeah, rather than just going out and having it ending it with a dead bear, yeah, <laughs> have it brings now yeah. that was, obviously that and was like, a one shot as you well. You just spent yeah, an entire session doing right. it. May, might have been fun, but it had nothing to do with anything. Well, right. and this yeah, this is one of in one of the reasons that I don't like those situations and I and I do try to give the players a lot of right uh, right direction is because uh, like one of my horror stories my RP horror stories I was a player but we spent several sessions uh, pursuing what we thought was the correct uh-huh. bad guy and it, you know and then like three in the GM just let us go on and on thinking <laughs> that this was important and three sessions later we catch the guy and we're like haha we've caught the changeling who was destroying magic and he's like yeah he's actually not a changeling and uh, has nothing to do with the one exactly. <laughs> yeah uh, the one wrong moment. spoilers right. yeah 
And and it's like, oh yeah, it actually had nothing to do with the actual story. And he was just tooling us along. And that's the GM letting you waste two or three hours. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Or not. And, He's yeah. giving you XP. He's giving you uh, a, a chance to get items, depending on the system you're playing. He's giving you a chance for, for bonding and it's stuff, so that you get up enough levels that you can take on the big. Except bat. we were all so mad at him, we all quit <laughs> yeah. the game. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say too. Like, if there wasn't any opportunity, pushed well, my way to be like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you're going to have... Yeah. Ready, there should have been a hint at some point yeah. that, oh, maybe you're wrong. But he was... Uh, but yeah. he, like, reinforced the idea that, oh, yeah, we're on the right track. Yep, yeah, keep going. Excellent. Yeah. I, I fooled them with I, my red herring. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and I think... And, it, it, like, it, you know, and I think it goes back to that that paradigm of, of the GM mm-hmm. versus the PCs, mm-hmm. which, yeah. you know, which I can't I'm stand. fooling and, them. Yeah, 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 exactly. I win, haha, because I yeah. fooled you or I killed you. And it's just like, uh, yeah. I don't like that type of playing. If, I that's, if that's what people want, go for it. I, but I generally, especially after the bear, I generally agree that, <laughs> that, that, that <laughs> false, false rumors or, yeah. or red herrings are something to generally be avoided. The th- yeah. times I, I can think off the top of my head when I would use them is if the the bad guy or maybe the bad guy's henchman is someone the party knows and trusts, oh, uh-huh. and yeah. maybe he's trying to misdirect them. Yeah. And but, but I would make those red yeah. herrings or those false clues and the follow up on them brief. Yeah. I would well, not end up spending hours and hours. Yeah. On and in all fairness to any GM. Uh, you aren't necessarily trying to produce a red herring. It just, if you are right. accidentally <laughs> overly descriptive about the picture of the woman on the wall, do you remember that story? Yeah, sure. And or if you know, the, you've got oh, three or the four columns. in love with her. You know, oh, it's yeah. like, yeah. No, it's, it's players, I mean, you we. Have a nice line yeah. Of yeah. Right. It depends on where our brains are and what yeah. we think is like, oh, I don't sure. know, what has the green. Or yeah. But if they do go down the wrong path, yeah. Yeah. let them go a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then make it start dropping clues that what where they're going isn't leading anywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my. Or, this is mm-hmm. a, you, you need to be careful with your red herrings. You really, right. really do. Yeah. I mean, like in Mission Impossible, they had a mission that they had to accomplish it was right. within a parameter. It's like you need to go and kill this guy, or you need to get the prince out. That was right. it. However you yeah. want to do it is fine. So they did a little recon, and we had had things, but that didn't undermine the fact they still had to get the prince out. Yeah, they right. had all these rumors, and if it, it, it would influence how they wanted to infiltrate, but it didn't affect yeah. now, was the that, overall were, mission. Were, 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 were that rumor gathering was that basically intel for the op? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So See, I, that makes sense to me. Yes. It's like some of your information isn't going to be right, accurate. Exactly. So yeah. you're going to go in. There's only going to be one guard at this door. Wait, there's four guards would at this it? door. Yeah, that, exactly. that, that, that would that be an awesome, awesome one shot too. The the red herring job, <laughs> where just like there's clues left every time there's a job, but it's like, is this actually legit? Yeah. This the cake is a lie. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also I think you know, like Stork was saying, those kinds of investigative stories. They're much more about like figure. That's that's part of the fun of it is figuring out what's true and what's false. And, and, and it's very different than if you're playing a story game. When you get red herring, specifically, yeah. I'm thinking yeah. I'm investigative. Right. I really don't think I'm in anything. Yeah. anything else. Right. Like if I'm playing Shadowrun and yeah. and they're like, you know, go go accomplish this op. There's almost investigative. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff and everything. Right. Even yeah. social games. Yeah. 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 Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Or, you know, or if it, even like D&D, you tell me, okay, yeah. there's this specific thing that you guys are supposed to go do, and then all these rumors are spread out in front mm-hmm. of me. I'm like, 
okay, well, this might be cool, and this mm-hmm. might help us, and this sounds like a total mm-hmm. distraction, you know, and so we can pick and choose which direction we're going to go, or uh, but but we're but we know that eventually we have to go fight the demon lord, mm-hmm. right? And a, a, a good GM is also. If they have if they have some foresight, might even be able to set up the next adventure by uh-huh. yeah. Oh, this bartender over at this place that we went to told yeah. us X, and right. it was actually Y. And then mm-hmm. he also told us this other mm-hmm. thing that ended up not being true. Who is this guy, and who does he work for? Yeah, you know what I mean. And you might have, end up <laughs> right. having some kind of and and they, they may go in and just kill him, or uh-huh. they may tr- try to figure out if yeah. he's. Working against them. For some yeah. reason, originally I thought you said bird tender, oh, and I was like, "That's I awesome." I was going to say bird tender. That's a and bird. Then I stumbled. Now, <laughs> if your players don't have a mission to accomplish, if they're not yeah. given a parameter, like you need to go rescue the prince. Yeah. If it's like uh, something bad is going on in this village, go find out what it is. If it's really open ended like uh-huh. that, mm-hmm. red herrings and stuff can be a bit. They could get in your way. I think it's yeah. uh, Gumshoe yeah. had that oh. rule of three. Right? No, no. Rule of three is from Alexandrian. Okay, I'm sorry. Alexandrian. Gu- that's that web page. Okay. That's a, the rule of go three. Ahead, is, go ahead with the rule of three. If, if you want to have a, cl- if the party needs to find a clue, mm-hmm. give them, put it in three different places. Make it exist. Okay. If it, ne- if it's going to point them if in, a, it, if, if, if yeah, they need to, to go from it. from right. scene A to scene B, yeah. Give them three may not even be three chances. Give them as many yeah. chances as you need to to let that. They happen. just killed the guy that was going to tell them. So there's a note in a drawer. Right, right. exactly. A, exactly. Uh, and okay. that's that's what I would do with Monster of the Week on on Interpol X. Is like there's a clue, and I have a list of my prep. These are the NPCs or the places that might have that clue. Right. If the if the characters actually don't go anywhere near those places and they follow some other path instead, like those piece those NPC names become the people who are in that spot, and the clue becomes in that spot right. instead of the other spot. There's nothing you know, worse so. from a player's point of view from flailing around in the darkness, yes, trying to find For what hours the GM and hours yeah. is an hours, obvious yes. thing. Oh it's yeah, pixel hunting. It's, it's, you know? it's just it's just <laughs> yeah. it's a not so bad if you have sixty four pixels. Right, exactly. <laughs> Well, you're you know, 4K. Speaking of pixels, I, I finally saw Ready Player One. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I saw it. Very fun movie. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. Okay. Agreed. I felt a little robbed. I'm scared of it. Well, so, there, we know what, a little robbed. 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 And this is what? I love you, Rob. I fucking hate Sketchers. <laughs> Rob's adorable. <laughs> Oh yes. my god! I he's heard his rant gnome. on Sketchers. It oh, was yeah. it was like oh yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. he's an angry Ooh. little man. Yeah, um, <laughs> and bikers, and I forget that. Sorry, he's an angry yeah. little person. Um, <laughs> but you felt robbed. You felt robbed when I read the book or listened to the book. Because I listened to the Will Wheaton reading. Oh, nice! It was a walk down memory ra- memory lane for 1970s and 80s nerd culture. Yeah. Man, you're old. Right? And I'm like, all this stuff, and I'm Googling shit, and like, oh, I remember that. And I'm going, yeah, I remember you're watching so, this show. You're so Holy old, shit, that's Google it crap. to remind you? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, like, Johnny Sacco and this giant robot. I'm like, is that the kid with the watch? I think that's the kid with the watch. And, he'll, and I go, and, and I'm, I'm going, to, and, and, and the whole book, to me, it's just like, you know, put these, like, 
rose-colored lenses yeah. on my childhood, yeah. and it was just it's the wonderful. Coppola filmed in gold, yes, gold tones, and it was and you're wonderful. Like, oh, yeah. It was a wonderful the experience. Now, yeah. a lot of people have yeah. a lot of problems with the book. They like didn't they didn't the story yeah, was yeah. interesting. Didn't like the characters, but well, clearly they weren't born in the seventies and eighties, right? Because that's that's <laughs> that's I mean, not what what I loved about that the book. Is that's not what I what okay. I loved about the book was the walk down memory lane yeah. and this this total love love letter. To nerd culture mm-hmm. in the seventies and eighties, yeah. and it's like I don't think so- that's what I saw in the trailer. <laughs> okay, now I'm talking about the book. Okay, yeah, no, but like I'm okay. Robbed in the film, mm-hmm. it's a love letter to film nerds in the seventies and eighties. Yeah, nineties oh. because Iron Giant's in there. Mm-hmm. I might like yeah. that. D and D spoilers. Mm-hmm. It was in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, well, I saw that. Iron Giant is everywhere. Okay, but he film. was not in the eighties, right? No, yeah. But D and D, one reference that I recall. Really, it's a picture on a van, and it's the demon head with the the sphere of annihilation from uh, Tomb of Horrors. Mm-hmm. It's the illustration on the back of the van on oh, one of the doors. Depressing. Yeah. That's it. That's it. They knew that there's was not, you were not their target audience. No, audience. there's no. not. There's not a bunch of uh, video game references, especially video game references. The joust. Yeah. I mean, all of yeah. the all of the uh, uh, challenges to find the keys. Mm-hmm. First off, they had to condense it because it's a film. Right. Yeah. And I actually, I've kind of come to the conclusion that film is not a good medium for telling an intricate story. I agree. It's Thank too short. Saying so, yeah. it's too short. Thank you, Golden Unless Age of Television. Unless it's a miniseries. Well, thank or you, Netflix yeah. and Jessica Jones. Especially, yeah, especially right? now that yeah, you, now that exactly. you've got, yeah, the, it's like Jessica here's twelve Jones episodes movie. of something. Would Watch it. Work. Watch an intricate story. I love you that. Get to see, and West right. Westworld, yeah. another great example. Battlestar yeah. Galactica. Yeah. You oh, get to tell that right. long form story. Oh, second season of The Handmaid's Tale is they dropped two episodes of it, and the rest of it's coming out in May. Speaking of skirt. Oh, here. Can you? It's a little easier to watch than the first season. At least the first two episodes. Yes, but, but anyway, yeah. the I, I was watching and, and fun movie, yeah, really fun movie. Yeah. Spielberg doing what Spielberg yeah. does best, yeah. and it was wow. really oh, good. God. And I, I really liked it, I but say, I felt yeah. a little robbed. I have to say, so so I I watched it and I loved it. I had a great time. It was so much fun. Uh, I you know I have a huge crush on Percival's Avatar because that was just like <laughs> that was just oh. like the pinnacle of hot cartoon. Like right. oh my god. <laughs> Um, I'm pansexual now just because I want a cartoon boyfriend. Um, You're pansexual. And then I've apparently always been pansexual. That's got to be a thing now. That's why I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pansexual. Dabbling watercolors. Oh my god. It's about Roger Rabbit. Gambling watercolors now, are we? That's fantastic. Oh my god! Yeah, because yeah. some—I mean, he finally knocked Aladdin off my hot spot. Yeah, like that was. <laughs> that, damn it, my sorry. My it's mic. see, and you don't even have my. I'm always like chest you're, you're, popping you're my mic. standing on it. That's you why. Keep putting it on your zipper. Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You gotta knot them. Like, there we go. There you this go. one. I actually. Yeah, I'm always like pulling them with my knee and all that. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, but yeah, so. I kind of had that same experience where I went in and I watched it and I loved it. I had a great time, but I did walk away feeling like just wasn't quite as awesome as it could have been. And now that you're talking about that, that I think is the thing that I was missing is that it it was referencing film nerd culture 
not nerd culture. See, I it would really totally was. dig yeah. that, but was it Is, actually yeah. referencing 70s and 80s film nerd culture? Or a was lot it, of it, yes. Or was yeah. it for... Mm-hmm. Okay. No, a lot of it. Yeah, most, like and the music, too. I mean, all, yeah. uh, most of the music is all yeah. 80s music. Oh, so yeah. now I kind of want to see it. The trailer was horrible yeah. for me. Mostly I, 70s and 80s. There, There is some 90s stuff, but actually that is okay to me. Whoa! That was the dogs. Oh. Yeah, it's a were dog. The dogs are fighting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Holy crap. I looked at Stu earlier. Yeah. I'm like, because there's noise in it. Yeah. Like, I can't hear it because the noise protection. Uh, even the, the they 90s. They chucked themselves at the building. <laughs> yeah. They body slammed the wall. Yeah. Maybe, maybe uh, Baloo finally had enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, um, the me, 90s stuff, okay. I didn't mind so much because it does take place several years in the future. So oh, it's oh, okay. It takes place in like 2040 yeah, or something. Exactly. Yeah. So that was okay. Okay. I was really upset being from Oklahoma. It was really but it's awesome not in Oklahoma. to me. Yeah. It was awesome Uh-oh. to me that like it was set in Oklahoma in the book and I'm like, "Oh my god, that's that's so exciting for me." And then they're Do like, "No, dog. it's Columbus, Ohio." Well, and I'm like, "Ohio is yeah. where they end up." Mm. Yes. Cuz exactly. they end up yeah. having to travel yeah. there. Right. Yeah. And they just start the whole thing in Ohio. I did and, like yeah. the fact that the characters who are represented in yeah. a certain way in the the virtual world, but mm-hmm. uh, the Oasis, yes, uh, are different than yeah. the actual real people, and they kept that the same. And I laud them yeah, for that. Because yeah, I was kind of worried because right. Hollywood loves to whitewash. Exactly. Yeah, but I I liked it, and I liked their representation. I liked. Uh, I loved the stuff mm. they did in Oasis. It was exciting and fun. But but yeah, there was. I wanted a little more eight bit action, you know. Right. <laughs> Although uh, they still had the adventure. Yes, which was great. Yeah, it's they like had, and yeah. I got to take my kids to see it. Yeah. Because I want them to see what video games were like. Oh, right. I want them to oh. see adventure and go. What? That that's a dungeon. Yeah. Is that that dots a dude? <laughs> right. and, that's, and that's kind of my thing. It's like I have no interest in this Ooh. movie. I never read the book, but. Yeah. I mean, I grew up with the original Tron, and uh-huh. I grew up with Roger Rabbit, yeah. and it's the same kind of thing. Roger Rabbit, to me, succeeded, I think, and from what everything you're saying, mm-hmm. more than this did. And Roger Rabbit specifically just was about all those cartoons that from the 50s, 60s. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think if you, I think if you get too broad of a genre, it just doesn't. But it, it, it and as you say, it was, I, it was film culture, not geek culture, and maybe that was a wise choice on their part I, that's because wh- it makes it more accessible. Yeah, I know, right. I know why he did it. Yeah. Because if he had kept it with the with the some sometimes very obscure references, oh yeah, in in the book, you're about to be eaten by have, Gru. It wouldn't. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they have to play out Zork well, at one point. Yeah. They have to play uh, out the yeah. Tomb of Horrors right. at one point. And the asteroids, and, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, and yeah. and, and, and as, as you're talking about it, though, I'm thinking about like, look who directed it then. Mm-hmm. But they also want to get more than. Maybe twenty percent yeah, of the people excited no, to come that's see. That's the thing. But yeah. that's I mean, is it yet that the Gen Gen Z, I Gen, Gen Y, they <laughs> all they outnumber us? Or is that like in a couple of years? They when we get us. trampled by outnumber. the by the, oh, outnumber us, by yeah. the living tweens. It's a, a couple of years away, but it's yeah. 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 No. it's coming. So they don't have a name yet. That's Died who they're gonna the make films tweens. for. Yeah. 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 Well and and the thing that made the movie okay for me was 
all of the decisions that they made, all the changes that they made, I could understand why they needed to make them for the genre switch. Sure. And so, mm-hmm. I, was, so I was able to forgive them and enjoy the movie for what it is. I did too. Cool. I liked yeah. it. I thought, I, and I would go see it yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. I would licensing totally nightmare. Again. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, and, and the even fact, as it was. And they also, had a whole team of well, people just working on clearance. Spielberg probably owned most of the licensing from much well, of the stuff he saw right? in there anyway. <laughs> that's the thing. I mean, I Which mean, makes it way cheaper to make. If it was through Universal or whatever with Vivendi and everything attached, yeah, they were able to use Iron Giant for free. Who knows? They may have gone to one of the to Watsi or something or whoever owns the IP, they they yeah they own the IP for yeah two yeah yeah but they probably they may have gone to them and they may have just been flashing dollar signs in their eyes and they're going oh, yeah. no uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a reason yeah. it was a big deal that Spider Man showed up in the Avengers movies because right. he's owned by another a studio right. yeah. I mean the logistics of all of that and who gets paid what and how much time you can have and who owns the rights oh, yeah. it, it is an intellectual right that was that somebody owns. Which oh, we're yeah. all in favor of, mm-hmm. and then how do you how do you oh, adjudicate yeah. that? Well, I, I have relatives really that work really in, in IP licenses. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, it, and it's a complicated okay. thing. Oh, it's, 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 and, it's super and, and expensive. Yeah. And, you know, as a as a customer, like a lot of times, I have to do what's called greeking, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, what's and greeking? I'm sure you've done this. I've too. had to help you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so greeking is when you make it look it's all Greek to me. Um, so, but you have to take logos and you have to change them in some way okay. so that they're not an exact logo. So, okay. so you know, I put I put a little crosshatch or a circle at the end of a Nike swoosh, or yeah. you know, or like I, uh, you know, if I, it says Valcom and I fill it out so it says Aracom or something. Yeah. Yeah. Valcom, like yeah. Oh no, sorry. Um, a yeah, sharpie goes a long way. A sh- but yeah, sharp. <laughs> but, nice. for the, but for the yeah. other twenty percent that they can't do, they bring it to the paint department. Like, uh huh. Yeah. That's this awesome. has a logo all over it. Make it go away. And we're right. like, oh, I can yeah. paint it black. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah, and sometimes awesome. I just, like, make... If you see, like, if you're watching TV especially, uh, but also film, and you see this item of clothing and it's got this big black square on the on the, yep. the yeah, ooh, breast ooh, pocket behind the, behind the scenes yeah, here behind the scenes that, that's somebody blocking out what the actual emblem was my yeah. favorite is the inside out t-shirt oh no, uh, yes. yeah Let I'm always you. like cool do they do that because they they don't want to give away product placement or do they do that because they they think they might have a problem with the people who own the trademark yes both oh uh, yeah okay <laughs> it, it is both um uh, if they can get product placement they will usually do it but uh but like i've worked on some shows uh like i did a, a show for amazon last summer and uh and they like everything had to go through them the slightest little thing so you know we would buy t-shirts readily available at target with some random abstract logo on it and we had to send them a picture and say can you get this cleared mm-hmm. here's the company we're like we want to use this oh band they got deep pockets circle. and people love to see people exactly and, yeah. and that's why a lot of it doesn't make the screen is because the the companies ask for a, a lot of money and then the producers are like no pick something else right. on, or hide it I was on a sitcom I don't want to name the name or whatever. Mm-hmm. it was a very well thought out sitcom but the um Set deck guy, or set deck woman, had been nailed before, uh-huh. so she was very paranoid. So they had rented these paintings that they used in the background of the person's living room. Yeah, and she was very scared that somebody would want money for it. So we went back and recreated them and changed them enough so yeah. that, that we owned wow. them now. So right, it was yeah. completely. Up. Now this yeah. is there's there's entire places where you just rent stuff that's uh-huh. cleared. It's yes. called cleared. It's just been bought, uh-huh. and you can use it wherever you want. But she was. 
extra careful and we had to recreate the ones because this is second season they had to look similar but it couldn't be the same because she didn't want to get sued yeah. right I mean it gets to that oh, she point. got sued in the first season or it had a problem she got, in the first she got nailed on some other show oh. a while ago for uh. something that ended up in the background on somebody's wall that wasn't yeah. cleared and that happens a lot yeah. sure it's, and ultimately yeah, it's it about yeah, you don't want to because it's not, she didn't. It, no, no money came out of her pocket, but she heard about it from the production company, and they're not very forgiving. Right. Right. Second season tangent. <laughs> Glow in uh, June. Oh my god! I, I know, Glow. right? So, so and we're probably going to so play uh, worldwide oh god, wrestling on ShadowCon. I have never, in June. I've never I'm cried hoping. in a professional wrestling thing ever. Oh, oh my god! And yeah. I saw it. I saw it's this. so good. You it's so good. Oh my god! Yeah. So good. It's been on my radar. I know I need to watch it. I watched it. We we made a trip to the West Coast Mecca, Las Vegas, right? Beca- because they were filming it in in a, uh, in shut, a, a it was like a shut yep, down Zodies or yep. something, oh, uh, <laughs> which I think is I'm probably going to happen in the second season. Mm-hmm. And we went we went there, and this, it might have this, happened at the end of the first. Might it might have yeah. In it, but it was it's in Vegas. This is yep. took place, in, but yep. they're changing stuff anyway. Yeah, we, it was way off the strip. We had to take a. <laughs> I didn't know you went out there for no, that. No, he. If I'd known, I would have yeah. said that's not. No, this is. I was twenty one. Yeah, this is in mm. the eighties. Oh, this is the actual. Do it there. I saw. I saw yeah. gorgeous show, ladies in wrestling. Glow. I saw Gordon because it had been on TV for a season or two, maybe. And we, we, it, my twenty first birthday had come up, and we went to to Vegas, and me and. Eric Aldrich, who Strategicon hauled Aww. ass all the way out to the freaking Toolies in Vegas, way <laughs> off the strip. We were probably eight or ten miles off the strip, and here's, I, oh, I awesome. it's either a Zodies or a Two Guys mm-hmm. or some old department store, and I'm talking fucking tumbleweeds everywhere, <laughs> grass growing up through the through the um, Joe Pesci's body in a shallow grave, <laughs> right. oh, and, awesome. and there's this big van. Uh-huh. And a generator next to it, and a bunch of cables going inside this yeah. what looks like an abandoned building. Yeah. And we go inside, and they and we had these tickets because you had to like like right ahead to get yeah. the tickets for this thing. And we came in, and the, and inside they had built this studio, and it was and we got to watch, I don't know, probably was it chain? Did you see two, Chainsaw? No, I don't favorites. remember. The, well. Um, See, even like Queen Kong, what they yeah. call that a different name. Queen, yeah. she, I, I Queen actually, Kong is her other name when Mount she's not Fuji on Glow. I have a picture yeah. of her. She but, was, she was Amazon. Um, okay. oh, wait, yeah, yeah, why can't I remember? You know what I'm talking she's about. She's in wheelchair now. But uh-huh. yeah. Yes, red, red, redhead. Big woman. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we went in and we sat down and the audiences, there couldn't have been more than 50 people. In the really? Audiences. But the way it was shot, it That's looks awesome. like there's a bunch of people. Oh, That's awesome. And we sat and we watched it, and they had a stand where they sold beer and hot dogs and pretzels and stuff, and it <laughs> was so awesome. much fun. And then we had to come back, and it's like, oh shit, we were, we got tickets for a show, and we called a cab, and we spent nine dollars because he slowed down at a yellow light, and we sat at a because <laughs> oh it's Vegas, right? <laughs> yeah. But it, yeah, we we went and saw it. Saw That's it awesome. Film I had to break this to you here, but uh, people are rage quitting right now and table flipping. We <laughs> Sorry, one email. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Now so anyway, they, I, 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 I think we've we, we've explored his question. Yeah, clearly because okay. we ended up in Vegas. We did. That's right. Wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Wrestling and greeking. Okay. 
Who played what? Oh, the stars. Who played stars. what? Oh, yeah. Okay. You wouldn't play anything? I didn't play that. Monster I played Hearts. Bazooki. Monster Hearts. Yes, we had session oh zero God. over Monster Hearts game. Yeah, long Carefree session High. zero. It was a long session yes. zero, yeah. We did. I can, you so and Tappy in the fun. same room. That's going to be a lot we of were, tangents. No, we're, we got to go. I told Kimmy the seating arrangements she had were intuitively correct. I'm looking yes. at the camera. I know. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to fix it. Adam and Abrea, like, I'm going to fix oh, it. Oh, Your new best friend. Uh, oh, my God. It, Adam, the Adam and Abrea show on Demigods is just, it's off of the charts. Yeah. Uh, Abrea uh, yeah. is funny. Oh, my God. A, we, well, she was yeah. a comedian. Yeah. Yeah. We we are bonded. <laughs> like we, Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of off the charts, the other thing that we played was the uh, Fantasy Age one oh, shot yeah. last Saturday. Yep. Uh, that Jib ran. Mm-hmm. Me and Gina and Abria yeah. and Toline. You want to talk about tangents and off the chart. Like, yeah. Jib was just like, okay, this is what we're doing. Yeah. I love it. Toline started out with one little. Mu- it's, apparently, it's a Hispanic theme. She started with one sort of cheech mustache, and at one point, she had two, and yeah. then she just got further it and further away. It wouldn't her stay face on her face. As the thing went away. Yeah. yeah. That's got to be it's, uncomfortable. I, 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 watched, I watched a little yeah. bit of the court. Is it cortex? The cortex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get to play yeah. that one. Yeah, but so there was a it, telenovela uh, Cortex homebrew that was uh, Noche del Fuego. Noche del Fuego. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We had Pato players. Uh, Hugo de Pato? Tallinn, by the way. Great GM. Yeah. Oh, yeah. she was a lot of fun. I've had with her as a player, right? I, well, would, I would like to meet her. And yeah. we She's were been to my house. Crazy. And I, I don't know she is. <laughs> yeah, crazy cat silly. And then we played uh, Fantasy Age, yeah. which was a lot of fun. Yeah. That, uh, that was stunt a blast. mechanic is fantastic. It was, it's Dragon Age. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like so that system a lot. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I did. I did three Happy Jacks games yeah. this weekend. I did the the Cortex yep. on Saturday. I Demigods did Demigods on, on Sunday. Sunday, and then Monster Hearts, Monster on, Hearts Monday. on Monday. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. So I was. I've been here a lot this week, more yeah. than you, I think. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Yeah. especially on weekends. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but yeah. excited, excited for the oh. first session of Monster Hearts. We were a little giddy in the session zero, yeah. so there was some crosstalk. So apologies uh, we'll, we'll that you, try to fix everyone. That. Yeah, I was like a cross talk. Everyone's like, drinking, I don't yes. give a All the yeah. shouting. Yeah, yeah. Kimmy, Kimmy messaged us later, and she's like, yeah. "Hey, just be aware, lots of cross talk." <laughs> I believe <laughs> I said it on mic. <laughs> yeah, and Gina. I was told whatever. Yeah. Gina multiple <laughs> times was yeah. like. Crosstalk, yeah. crosstalk, guys, crosstalk, and we're all like, blah, blah, blah. Usually tangents are okay, but yeah. when more than one person's talking, you can't hear anything. the audience can't understand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and there was... We've already broken the rules. There, right. there was that. Well, yeah. we'll you got to have to bend the rules yeah. around them. Yeah. No, it'll be fine, session one. It was <laughs> session zero. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Meta-gaming. but lots of fun, fun, fun stuff. Uh, this, week, this last weekend, I played a lot of bazooki. Okay. <gasps> nice. Yeah. yeah. Our new CD is out. You yeah. were LARPing. Atlas Chugged. Yes. Oh can, yeah, that was this weekend. At Fair, it's available at Fair, not nowhere else yet. Mm. Came out last week. Exciting. Yes, that, that's what those boxes on my in the not oh. you're all looking <laughs> all in looking. my kitchen. What? You know, is two Dave, walls from is here. Dave doing your merch this yeah. weekend? Yes, the poxy badger. Yes. The, pox, the poxy badger. Yeah, Kadave is doing our, our merch. with his dead badger hat. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to make a sign for him to tape to the table. Because you know we have that merch table and all yeah. the CDs yeah. are stacked up. I want to make a sign that says, uh, "What is it? Um, physical media be dead. Prove me wrong." <laughs> <laughs> I want to paint it on a on a, a piece yes. of sailcloth. That and would tape work. It to the thing. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and get a picture of him with a cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah. make that viral. <laughs> yeah. 
Definitely. We we'll love it. But yeah, lots of really good stuff on the stream. You guys um, played yeah. Spaniards Ghost too, and we've had some the, the last two sessions really good. Yeah, so excellent. check out the feed. There's yes. a lot of APs up. I can't keep up even. Yeah. 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 No yeah. I'm unemployed. Yeah. No, yeah. no, uh, no one who has a job. Yeah. <laughs> or friends can keep up with all we of the We realize APs you right have now. to pick and choose though, but just yes. tell your friends. There's there's and flavors for everyone. And they'll be and yep. and they'll yep. all be there. They'll yep. all be there. Yep. So yeah. if you catch up during if the you, if you yep. can't listen to the the, yep. the three you want to pick yep. the making that road trip. Yep. Right? Yeah. yeah. Listen to you know movie. what? Yeah. I, I had to take a trip up to Pismo Beach. <gasps> ten Pismo years ago, or it's like ten places. years ago. Mm-hmm. Download podcast yeah. after podcast yeah. after podcast. Yep. Put it on my little iPod. Yep. I had the iPod. The shuffle. Not, the mini. Nano. The mi- Nano. Nano. This, that wide, that tall. Nano. Yeah, no, 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 no. It was <laughs> iPad. It was the white one. It was the original. It was Nano. It wasn't the original one. It didn't have a hard drive. No, but the Nano is like that. The one megabyte. The shuffle is a little tiny. Yeah, I had the Nano. I had the Nano. And I filled that thing up with everything, and it made the entire trip so big. Hello, who does? Who doesn't do that anyway with their DVR? Like, I there are shows I don't watch right away, but then when it's like down season, I'm gonna freebase that. Oh yeah, yeah. Freebase. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 inspirational. It's yeah. it's what happens. All right. <laughs> okay. Religion and faith in game. Can I make Steve? a comment real quick? Of course. So, I I hear you guys calling for emails more often. I think maybe some of our listeners should consider writing multiple emails so instead, of <laughs> instead of multi-page. <laughs> We've talked about oh, that. Dude, We've talked about this is nothing. When Jib lived in the South yeah. and when it was writing in, yeah. he holds the record. How many pages was it, Jib? Five? Eleven. Eleven, Eleven. pages. There you go. <laughs> That's crazy. Because I've seen some of them referred to, uh, sorry for the Jib-level email or... Right. Yeah. or or here's another Jib email for you. And Talk to Jibs about, yeah, about his story someday. It's a fascinating, this is nothing. fascinating tale. Wow. No. That's awesome. But he also spun a, 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 a ripping good yarn. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And yeah. always and always had and always had cogent like, points. Cogent points yes. and questions. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Who wants to read the? I think, sh- shall I, think I read Adam it? Should. Yeah, yeah, it's only a number it's, two It's my time. penance for criticism. Yeah. Who's yeah. the most sober here? <laughs> you got the reads. Can you read? You know, I I I really do love rye. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I knew I had to slow down during the Monster Hearts game because yes. I started slurring. Like, <laughs> I when like, I when I have to my nose is my oh, yeah. it goes numb. I'm like my nose goes numb. Yeah. I was like, oops. <laughs> Slurring is nature's yeah, okay. way to tell water. you to stop. I always know to slow down when my right. brain goes yeah. numb. Uh, oh, there you go. <laughs> There's a numb thing. So I'm getting like muzzy headed in the front right now. <laughs> muzzy, muzzy. <laughs> muzzy. So from Stephen SoCal, dearest of douchebags. I started writing this email many moons ago while listening to the Bloodblade and Tusk AP and am now finally completing my thoughts haphazard as they are. I want to run that again. (laughs) What are your feelings on using in-game faith as a tool for player character engagement and motivation? With the under- See, he could have just oh. ended right there. I was going to say yes. <laughs> the end. <laughs> it's not like we're not going to talk for twenty minutes yeah. about it anyway. Yours, etc. Stephen Sokal. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> but with the understanding that you must first know your group and know what areas might be trigger mm-hmm. words, do you tend to use this much or shy away from it? Obviously, sometimes it comes up, as with Gina's character in the aforementioned game. But I was curious, all y'all's take. Thank you for using all y'all's properly. 
In my history with D&D and its offshoots, I profess to often playing religious characters. I like Uh. it because it gives some sort of built-in motivation slash moral code to guide my play. Sometimes this means I'm a straight-laced cleric of Lathander out to destroy undead. Sometimes this means I'm a happy-go-lucky cleric of Timora who also wants to set up a trade network. Sometimes this means I'm a druid described loosely as a Greenpeace James Bond, which is awesome, <laughs> or a brain-damaged soldier who now thinks he's a harbinger of tear. Uh, aren't our harbingers of tear brain damage? No. Um, uh, on a related note, how do you f- deal with faith in fantasy worlds where deities are demonstrably real? That cleric walking around calling up light out of thin air seems to take away some of the mystery of religion. I suppose you can blur the lines between divine and arcane magic, but I'd be interested to hear your thoughts and examples from your past on this matter. As a point of gaming triumph, I'd like to relate a short story about how playing a character of faith led to my most visceral gaming memory. Excuse me. The previously mentioned Acolyte of Tear was set up as a bandit to, who experienced a traumatic brain injury, after which he was convinced that he was actually a paladin of the God of Justice. Nice. That being said, it was never entirely clear if he actually had any powers or just thought he did. Mm. Is, that, cool. is that really true of paladins, too? It's a, uh, it's a good point. And if you screw up... Yeah, right, yeah. You know. He had also obtained, as part of his backstory, a sword which he believed to be a holy artifact. Throughout the campaign, he refused to use this supposedly powerful weapon until one final encounter where he was certain it was a just cause. As he struck down the guilty enemy, the baddie magically turned to stone and shattered the quote-unquote artifact. While this brief retelling I'm sure doesn't convey the emotion involved, I as a player got choked up at this event and the character was nearly catatonic as he had to reassess his whole belief structure. It's Don Quixote. Yeah. Right. Don Quixote yeah. was tilting at windmills mm-hmm. and he was being told that he was a superhero from the gods yeah. and he was clearly psychotic and was inspirational, but yeah, it's Don Quixote. Yeah, yeah. Now, to counterbalance that gaming triumph, I'll relate a tale of gaming horror wherein I, as a player, was quote-unquote that guy. Mm. I've been that guy. <laughs> yeah, we've done it. We've all done it. We were playing a particularly brutal and cutthroat D&D campaign centered around a powerful conspiracy of vampires and demons taking over a town. I was playing the party's cleric and effectively only caster. It may be worth mentioning that I inherited this character at about level 9 and at this point had played him up to a level 11, back to 10, back to 11 again, and back <laughs> down to 10. There was a lot of partial parody, party wipes and resurrections of boss levels. As the only caster and a cleric that was very specifically built with a focus on turn undead and other anti-necromancy powers, I thought to myself, awesome, I'll be really be good in this campaign. <laughs> Unfortunately, the GM was really invested in all his baddies, and effectively every vampire we encountered would have every feat imaginable to make them super resistant. You know what? Or That's immune. the most polite sentence I've ever heard for saying the guy was a douchebag. Yes. The yeah. GM was really invested yeah. in his baddies. Right, that yeah. was Aww. very well said. Yeah, right? Very well yeah. said. How, how kind of you. <laughs> yes. Generous, even. <laughs> this got to the point where, after one session, I sat down and dragged up all the rule books and sent an email longer than this one, citing chapter and verse of where I thought that the GM was cheating my character out of his rightful successes. I had become the dreaded rules lawyer. I am become. Frowny face. I didn't mean to and did it in the name of quote unquote wanting to feel good at something or whatever the motivational catchphrase was that Tappy was citing in a recent episode, but I let the rules get in the way of trying to have a fluid game. That being said, what are your thoughts on how to balance out very specialized, powerful characters? This undead-turning machine, if left unchecked, could have negated most of the danger of the campaign. (coughs) 
but by going out of his way to counter that specialty, the GM made me feel too powerless. Yep. Anyway, that's probably better left to a whole other topic. I told you. He's <laughs> <laughs> got four in his email alone. Right, yeah. Uh, sorry. It's probably left to a whole other topic, so with this random rambling, I'll leave you. Uh, to make my wife happy and paraphrasing Jane Austen. I love this. Right? I take no leave of you, and I send no compliments to your mother. You deserve no such attention. See, See that so that is Jane Autism. Oh, Jane. <laughs> oh, my God. You are not playing good society with me. <laughs> we're going to, though. I back we that. are totally going to. Oh, yeah, 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 no, we're going to play it. Yeah. I told Kimmy I'll run it. Oh, yeah. and yeah. you need to play Bluebeard's Bride with me, though. I know, right? Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, actually, okay. Okay. that's an entirely different game. Steve in <laughs> yeah. SoCal. The Grimace, all one word, on the forums. The Grimace. Grimace, Grimace has been around a long yeah. time. And I have Steve, a lot. I'm just joshing you about the whole like writing long yeah. emails. It's I have a lot totally to say about this. You start. Yeah. The first GURPS fantasy setting was GURPS fantasy. And instead of using <coughs> made-up religions, they had Christianity and Islam. Hmm. People were lifted from Earth in the Middle Ages, at some point, maybe the Crusades, mm-hmm. and transported to this fantastic world. Some of them were Crusaders from Christendom. Some of them were were uh, were Muslims. Uh, the various races of the fantasy world, uh, like the lizard men. There's actually, I don't think mm-hmm. it's actually specifically said, but there's a picture of lizard men wearing Arabic garb. Kneeling, uh, or really, which I always took as okay. Well, at least some of them adopted Islam, mm-hmm. and there was a sidebar in that where they talked about the fact that, and I'm paraphrasing, religion is fundamental to people of that era, mm-hmm. and. It, it is not. It is dangerous, certainly, but it is uh, is not necessarily inappropriate to put real world religions in a game because it gives you real world context. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've taken that to heart. Mm-hmm. That said, mm-hmm. in Bloodblade and Tusk, yep. if I don't know if you've read, if I sent out the no, okay, I would love to read. It, it's somewhere around seventy I know pages. You did at a this bunch point. of work. It's yeah. get, it's getting wordy. Cool. But there's like a big thing in the beginning where I talk about the fact because I'm not a very religious person. I respect people who are religious, mm-hmm. and I also respect their faith. Mm-hmm. I don't share it, but I respect yeah. it, and I, and I yeah. understand where that yeah. I understand where it comes from. Yeah. Yep. In there, in a previous time, I had sought that kind of faith at some at some level or another. So I I don't. When I re- when I introduce the religions in Blood, Blade, and Tusk, I do not denigrate them. Mm-hmm. I do create the possibility to use the Catholic Church because we're talking about a period of time mm-hmm. when, when when the Crusades would have started, yeah. and yeah. suddenly there's orcs. And yeah, and you can't separate Europe and the Catholic Church. 
over the no. last several centuries, like, you no. know, the last thousand years, two thousand years, well, really. About, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much uh, since, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> you can if you decide you're going to play Warhammer or D&D or, sure. yeah. but not, right. But if yeah. you're playing actual yeah. Europe, yeah. anytime in the yeah. last two thousand years or so, you almost have to deal with the Catholic Church in one way or another. Ab- and no, and I think... Or the Holy Roman Empire, right. which gets even I huger. think, yeah. well, I want to let you finish but what you were talking my, about my, first, my, though. My thing is, a, being real religions, and and there, there obviously yeah. there is there is the, uh, the 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 ground is filled with caltrops, <laughs> because mm-hmm. yeah. if you have players of these faiths in your game, you don't want to parody them. Mm-hmm. You don't want to blanketly say everyone who's part of the church is a villain. Mm-hmm. Or a hero. Right. It yeah. need or a hero. Or a hero. Yeah. It needs yeah. it needs to be it needs it, instead of having black and white, it needs to be but shades yeah. of gray, as yeah. wide as it goes. Yeah. And, and and one of the things I've tried to do in Blood Blade and Tusk, and what you guys saw in the game, yeah. the Catholic Church is mostly the heavy. But I've included stuff since you guys have done that playtest, because I'll one of the reasons I cut off that playtest as yeah. quickly as I did uh-huh. is because I had a shit ton of ideas. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> there were things that came up. And one as of the, we played, one, yeah. Like, one of the things I included was actual demonic possession. Yep. Mm. And okay. actual demonic possession requires faithful people. Mm-hmm. Orcs have their own way of trying to deal with it, mm-hmm. which I think is freaking hysterical. <laughs> but. But the church can deal with it as well. Yeah. And that gives the church an entirely different, casts an entirely different light on the Catholic Church in that setting Mm -hmm. because there is. Demonic possession is real. And it. Who are going to be the demonic possession cops? Yeah. Exactly. Keep people safe. Exactly. Well, and and, and that. The Winchester brothers. (laughs) and And that's one of the reasons that even before that, Orcs show up. They're a warlike culture. They right. come in. They storm across France mm-hmm. and right across the Rhine into into Upper and Lower Lorraine or whatever. And they get stopped. And the only unifying force for for humans in Europe is the church. Is the church? It's. Yeah. I mean, it, it is literally the Pope who is saying we have to stand against these these creatures. We have to. Unite, right? End our petty differences. Unite because we are all Christians, mm-hmm. and then, and and so there. Historically, within that setting, there is a reason why people are so faithful, because the church literally saved humanity. Oh, absolutely. From what was what would, would have well, been an insurmountable? You're just recasting. And I think Vikings as orcs. Kind of. Well, kind well, of. Yeah. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Yes and no. I think what I found fascinating about it, because I never liked to play religious characters until I was kind of forced to play one in a game, and then I found something really fascinating about it. Because I I do think, you know, you can you can choose to play a character and you can build your moral compass or your ideology on whatever is in that character's backstory, whether it's, you know, I'm a, a brain-damaged uh, servant of tear or mm-hmm. something else. But what I found really, really worth exploring, and I'm going to make more of this than maybe what you intended, 
um, about Blood, Blade, and Tusk, um, if we would have continued to play, is I think there are all those gray areas between... Oh, yeah. There is... This is... So many times this has come up tonight. One of my fav- favorite quotes, uh, Steinbeck quote from Grapes of Wrath is, maybe there, it, there ain't no good and there ain't no evil. There's just stuff people does. Right. And that's what I think is fantastic about that because it's like, is, is uh, a death day... Is she a bad character? Is she a good character? Are the orcs bad? Are the orcs good? Right. What yeah. about our Muslim friends? Everyone's the hero in their own story. Yeah, no, yeah. and I think exploring that and and the ramifications, or I guess the kind of, I don't know, I guess the parallel lines it has to things that happen to us in real life are really fun to explore at the gaming table. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because especially when you're looking at, I don't think you cast the Catholic Church as a heavy necessarily. I mean, yes. But not to Adeste. I mean, sure. you know, and I think that's worth exploring. Like, who are these people and why do they think those things? And, well, you know, is there any sort of epiphany that, that takes it's place? It's the church or? in medieval Europe. And it is, yeah. it is, regardless of denomination, it is a powerhouse. It has all the money. It has all oh, the yeah. power. It yeah. has a corrupt people and yeah. honorary yep. people exactly. as well. And yes. all yeah. of the ramifications yeah. that are involved with that. And, 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 and at the era we're playing, which is somewhere between 1000 and, and 1200 yep. AD, yep. the Catholic Church is the government of Europe, except, oh, yeah. except for the fact that they never have a standing army. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they never have that raw political power. Yeah. Of being able to march troops somewhere. Well, they just have mobs. <laughs> yeah. What they have is yeah. the hearts and minds exactly. of and, every and farmer. The, and in the, the leadership in Europe. of yeah. Europe. They don't like they have those people in their pocket. Yes. And, and, so. Okay. So to bring this back to sort of fantasy, and yes, yeah. all of this stuff is really, really cool. But I've, I, there, was a, there was a book that, inf- that influenced my, my perception of gaming and fantasy, mm-hmm. or, uh, uh, of religion and fantasy. It's called The Deed of Paxinarian. It was written by Elizabeth Moon, and it's a three-part series, and it's about this girl who... Her name's familiar. Paxinarian, okay. it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, there's three books. <coughs> the, the, it's about this girl who gets sort of taken in from an abusive holder who, you know, it's, a, it's the only daughter, and it, it, long story short, she becomes a paladin. There hadn't been a paladin uh, in the lands <coughs> for generations. Mm-hmm. The horse finds her. She suddenly is given these powers from this god, and it infected me because what, what, it, what it occurred to me was... That paladins that was are chosen. By the way, it wasn't yeah. Okay. Paladins are chosen. <laughs> yeah. Right, and yeah. and they may or may not even think they're deserved. They don't even know why they're chosen. They just suddenly are game powered, and a horse shows up, and there's like, "I'm yours, <laughs> you're mine, yeah. and we're going to go do this thing." And like, what? Yeah. Um, and clerics choose, priests choose. They choose to have it, and so, and then again, we're dealing with separate magic systems as well, especially in a fantasy setting where. There's the divine magic, which is given to you by God for, mm-hmm. for for being devout, and then there's another magic that's that's out there that has is completely separated from the gods. That magic user. <coughs> so there's a complete magic or, exists, or is it, or or, right. or or is it? That's that's one of the things I love playing with is that where does magic come from, and and that you know, absolutely no 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 for sure. Rob played that in our uh, Desert of Despair game that oh, uh-huh. Jason ran. <laughs> yeah. Because Rob was a paladin, like kind of a born again sort of black pirate uh, mm-hmm. dragonborn, and he kept telling uh, Kimmy, who was playing their druid character, that her gifts were divine. Yeah, they weren't nature, you know, natural magic or whatever. Right. It's like, no, you're that's divine magic. Yeah, well, yeah. you have and a gift because a god has given you a gift. And that's the tricky thing yeah. about a paladin is that or a paladin or a druid, even where where you have devoted yourself to uh, a god, if you screw up. 
because basically, the way I view it is, the paladin is the avatar, is, is like a fighting man for that god on the on that planet. And if you screw up, they'll just take your powers from it. It's the living embodiment of the god's will. Right. It yeah. is their, it's, yes. Yeah. Holy warrior. A holy warrior. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, and if you screw up or aren't doing <coughs> things right, they'll just take it from you. Uh-huh. And but clerics have it as well, for the most part. But they also are also spent time devoting. So at some point, yeah. it's like you know, I slaughtered enough lambs. It can't. Here you go. You <laughs> Generally yeah. speaking, my preference when running a mm-hmm. game, I would rather use real world religion. Sure, it makes it less messy. Yeah. Well, because it's no, it well, makes it, makes it, makes it, it more messy. messy. It makes yeah. it more messy because people it, can. It can potentially make yeah. it more messy, but part of our collective zeitgeist. Involves all of the real world religions. Yeah. I mean, we know, we all know yep. yeah. a little bit about Catholicism or Protestantism or Islam or Judaism yeah. or Zoroastrianism or all these different religions, and to include them gives a, a level of weight to the religion in yep. the game. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't want that kind of game, then I think what did they use it? What, what did he? Call, what did Steve Jackson call it in GURPS? Um, Ugok the Mostly Omnipotent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or something like that. I don't remember. F- F- Flume? Flume the Mostly Omnipotent? I don't remember. Yeah. But he said one of the reasons he included Christianity and Islam in, mm-hmm. in, in the, the, the default fantasy setting for Gerbs was because he wanted to include religions that had relevance to the people who yeah. were sitting at the table. Well, oh, no, absolutely. I... I... I, I to me, it, it depends on the setting. If I'm playing something that takes place in the real world or an alternate version of our real world, then yeah, I want those real world religions, and I and I like it. Just seems inauthentic to not have them present. Yeah. But I tend to, I tend to play characters that are not religious when I play in real world settings. But when I'm playing in fantasy settings. I play a lot of religious characters, and one of the things I love about religion and fantasy is that it really is good or evil, <coughs> and you know, and, and when you have that alignment system, and you can say, yes, this is a good god, this is an evil god, and people who worship this god are generally good people, and people who worship this god are generally evil assholes, and never the twain shall meet. Right. You know, to me, it's like it's one of those sweet releases. Like, uh, they, I can I can play around with the idea of devotion and faith without having yeah. to See, have all that. Baggage. If I were to come up with a with a fantasy setting that didn't use real religions and mm-hmm. use fake, fake mm-hmm. ones, it would be so fucking gray. You yeah. would hate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, and I I love that because yeah. it's all point of view. It yeah, is. It is point well, of view. That's yeah. what I love about the Jedi. And, yeah. you know, because, yeah. you know, and, and like, this is my favorite thing about about the whole Star Wars series is that there's this whole prophecy about this kid's going to bring balance to the force. And they're all like, yeah, let's find him and train right? him and we'll bring balance to the force because surely balance, balance is going to be on our side. Right? It's like, <laughs> balance means yeah. the good guys right. win. Yeah. 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 Balance means two of them, now two of you instead yeah. of thousands. So, right. <laughs> Yeah. One <laughs> prophecy fulfilled. Good right. job, Jedi. Yeah. But like that, the hubris that it brings them to, and this is why, like, you know, I, Jedi are dicks. Oh yeah, and I, <laughs> I'm so I was so self righteous. Yeah. Really. Oh yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. I was so dicks. sad about the uh, the not my Skywalker hashtag because I'm like he figured it out, guys. Yeah. 
Like he, yeah. he sorry, Last Jedi spoilers. It's, it's out on DVD. Watch it's all it. a fucking sham. Yeah, right. And and he's he's like, look at their legacy, hubris and and uh-huh. arrogance and misguided. You sound just like him right now. I know. You right? do a really great. <laughs> you do a really great. Uh, thanks. thanks. Can, do me a favor. Say. I'm going to go to Tachi Station and get some power converters. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to Tachi Station and get some power converters. You uh, squeak sorry. a little more. I squeak, yeah. You know what? Uh, to be fair, yeah, they, I don't mind that because it does set either. up the whole farm boy thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, and whiny. I yeah. know. But Look who's I, directing him. Yeah. I loved... I love that this is what Luke Skywalker came to because oh, I hated he's, that movie though. because he grew from this like wide-eyed naive yeah. baby. Mm-hmm. I love that to arc. being this yep. incredibly yeah. self-aware and frustrated older yep. man, bitter, yep. angry old man. Like yeah. I don't know any of those around, no. right? <laughs> yeah. But you know, <laughs> but like, but I loved that he's he's like the one Jedi who is who is like yeah. They, it's just like this history of fucking up, and and that yeah. you know, so to me, like that that was just that was just so mature and such a bold decision. I loved it, but but that's why I like the Jedi is because there is this belief that you know if we do all these things right, everything will be better for everybody, and the Force will take care of us. And then there's this whole other group, the Sith, who are like, no, we're using the same stuff, but you use it for personal gain. And mm-hmm. then there's this whole realm of like the in betweens who are like, the, you guys the, are both being assholes. The gray Jedi. The gray Jedi. Yeah. 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 And uh, so. Which you know, I like to think Ahsoka is part of. Yes, I think so too, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. forget, I am no Jedi. Jedi. Right? Yeah. 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 So, I am no man. So. If, you, um, if you guys I haven't seen American Gods. Oh, yeah, a lot of this yeah. stuff is explored in there. Oh, right? I love. Yeah. There's a great scene. I'll give a so touch good. of a spoiler, but not a lot. Um, Easter is throwing a party, mm-hmm. and Wednesday and his sidekick all show up at, yeah. at Easter's yeah. party. And there's uh, like thirty or forty different Jesuses because yeah, yeah. yeah. because of the different takes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And I'll leave it at that. It's a fascinating scene. Oh, yeah. It's fun. It's funny. It's weird. It's cool. Yeah. But uh, American Gods really explores that whole. Yeah. Uh, if you have one worshiper left in the world. You still have power. Uh huh. Yeah. At least some. Yeah. At least some. And the more um, worshippers you have. If you're, yeah. if you're on the fence about American Gods, I'll recommend the one episode. It's called Essie McGowan, The Ballad of Essie McGowan. Uh, and it is oh. a wonderful, wonderful tale yeah. uh, that takes uh, a person from the beginning of their life to the end yep. and yeah. it shows how it's beautiful. this works out. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's my yeah. favorite one of the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. And uh, it, so uh, I was a little plug for Demigods because uh, I love that one of the conce- conceits that Jason started with uh, is similar but distinct uh, but but his idea was that all the gods are real because people believe in them that's mm-hmm. all and, and, yeah. and you get and, powers from them uh, you can't yeah. say no right yeah it's like no they're they're real in this his whole idea including of the god of science yes yeah. this yeah. is the best well, it's like my American gods. yeah it's yeah. my favorite thing who there's, resents his own existence yes there's this whole pantheon <laughs> of gods and science right? and they're like well we're here because so people by, believe in him by scientific yeah. evidence <laughs> clearly we are gods and yet we really wish we weren't because you should yeah. science instead of belief. <laughs> yeah. Just and science. Just so good. Can, uh, can yeah. I say something yeah. about this letter though? Yeah. It Oh, there's a letter. Don't let Well, no, cuz we were talking about this is a different aspect of yeah. it. You knew that character was in the game, GM, whoever you were. So, yeah. in defense of our rules lawyer friend who thinks he made I don't a bad think choice. He was a rules lawyer. I don't think no. so either because if 
he took over a character, first of all, even if he didn't take a, over a character that was already in the game, you knew this character was in your game. Right. The turn undead character, the cleric, the right. religious character. Don't fucking neuter him no. yeah. in a penultimate moment. Well, that's not fair. Yeah, and it, it could have been a, well, I still want it to be challenging. I was like, that's not fair. <laughs> you know, and it just got yeah. out of hand and made yeah. him feel powerless instead of challenged. Yeah. Uh, right. But but nevertheless, it, you know, again, like GMs, you have this sacred responsibility. Like, listen to what your players are asking for yeah. and, and try to work with that. But also players, like, be reasonable. <laughs> you know, that's yeah, but if you made a player yeah. that's really good at one thing, yeah, don't let them do that one thing. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I would say like like when that one thing that they're good at comes up, let them fucking blow yeah. it out of the water, yeah. and then like throw them instantly into something that just completely has like they can't yeah. even handle. Yeah, like, you know? like behind the all of the undead vampires yeah. is. Right. A band of orcs. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's yeah. like, oh. Yeah. And you okay. just blew all your channel energy yeah. turning that undead. Go, here's your 1D6 plus strength mace. Right. Yeah. Here's your 1D6 plus strength mace. Yeah. Go hit that But thing. you know, that's, that's when it's fun. Yeah. It's like it, you let them shine. Or, or there's the whole batch of undead orcs and they bash, bash, bash. Mm-hmm. And they have this huge fight. And then the lich shows up and the cleric just stands up and goes, fuck off. Yeah. You know, that's a fun moment too. Yep. But but give them give them balance. Make it so that they yeah. they get to shine and they get the challenge in yes. a different way. Totally agree. Now now he says on a related note, how do you deal with fantasy in uh, or faith in fantasy worlds where de- uh, deities this. are demonstrably mm-hmm. real? Love this question. I would say <clears throat> first off, because I've been doing some reading about the era between one thousand and twelve hundred <laughs> AD. Right. <laughs> I would not call what they had faith. It was yeah. absolute conviction. Yeah. Those people oh, yeah. absolutely, without a doubt, yep. believed. Yeah. Because any good thing that happened to them, that yeah. was God's will. Yeah. Any yeah. bad thing that happened to them was because they weren't being faithful enough uh-huh. or because Satan yeah. was... was yeah. Well, testing Satan them. was not really as much of a construct in the Middle Ages as yeah. 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 later. But, but, but God would test people. Yes. Uh, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, that those those people had... Those people wouldn't have been more faithful if someone showed up and brought lightning down on oh, someone. Yeah. Right. I mean, they yeah. it, it was uh-huh. absolute. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's I, fascinating. And, and honestly, I, I that still goes on. And yeah. you know, and sure. as somebody who was raised in this super conservative, very literal reading of the Bible, mm-hmm. Christian household. Like, it, it was just assumed, like, yes, Jesus is always watching you. Jesus is right there yeah. in a very literal, real sense. And, like, you can't see him. It doesn't matter. And uh, But he is right there with you at all times. And the Holy Spirit is watching over you. And sometimes it can enter your body and oh, yeah. give you great things, uh, you know. And God the Father is uh, sees and knows everything. Like, it is, yeah. like, you don't think of this, uh, like, if you're really... If you're really in your religion, you don't think of it as, as oh, my God, isn't demonstrably real. Like, Jesus' yeah. works were around me in everything I saw because sure. I believed that to be the truth. And, uh, and you know, and I have lots of friends and family who still do. And and that's fine. I, I have left all of that. But... but, but yeah, you know, but like Stu was saying, exploring those different things in a game are just 
I don't know. I just well, think it's fascinating in, that in kind of faith world, and those conviction gods and actually exist. Yeah, I mean, not, I'm not that I'm not a denigrating <laughs> religion, but yeah, Eleanor is actually giving yeah. little dwarves power. Yeah, and yeah. the Raven Queen that's, that's is also giving what I'm, power. What I'm <laughs> saying is, what I'm saying is in 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 medieval Europe, yeah, that level of conviction was exactly the same as if. God literally came down, stand oh, yeah. in, stood in front of you, and says, "Yes, I am God. This is my son Jesus. Uh, I'm very proud of him." Yeah, yeah. you know, and I mean, it, yeah. it, it's yeah. literally that, that the level of conviction is that because. Yeah. So honestly, I don't think the difference between a a, a real world setting where you have people of faith yeah. and and a fantasy setting where yeah. the gods are quote unquote real. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Literally, well, I don't see a distinction and, between. And there's a great example in this uh, in this letter, the story of Joan of Arc, the previously mentioned acolyte of Tyr. Yeah. You know, I mean, like right? this, right. this well, acolyte. That's what I was of, thinking of when we were yeah. talking about that. Yeah. This acolyte of Tyr yep. story is so very similar to Joan of Arc, mm-hmm. and she. Yeah, thoroughly, one hundred percent believed that Maybe God was, was real and talking to her. Well, Maybe th- it was here. I yeah. think you're only like you do have to have, um, and I, th- I think our email writer said this because we've been talking Steve for a while. From SoCal. Yeah, Steve talked about this, but I, I mean, you do need to be aware of the people who you have at your table because. Yeah. You know, while some of us might feel like we're exploring certain aspects of, you know, having yeah. that convi- conviction or faith, if you're going to play with someone who has that type of real life faith, we don't, you know, you might want to be aware of triggers yeah. or things that uh, are well, offensive. I, you, you, yeah. If you're dealing with real, real world religions, yeah. you have to treat them with a, with a level of respect. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You have mm-hmm. to. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And even I think and respect should, for the people at your table. Even if you don't have people at the table with that faith, yeah, yeah, I think you should anyway. There's yeah. baggage attached to it. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, yeah. I, it's just but. why be a dick? Yeah. If you respect <laughs> yes. that. Yeah. 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 No, I I totally agree yeah. too. Yep. There I is totally something agree. else. This is a really meaty email. I mean, seriously, it could have been four mm-hmm. different topics, but there right? is another. I almost took this email and made it the top. Made it four main right? Topic. Yeah. 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 There were good that, ones. Yeah. That, that occurs to me, or it occurred to me while you were reading this, is like, okay, let's say you're a god of, or, or you're a cleric of Pelinor, and you're going into an area that is not necessarily a believer of Pelinor. Let's say you're in, I don't know, let's say elves or mm-hmm. orcs even. Does your power, God's power, diminish? Because you're not in friendly territory, there's less to go around. I mean, that's something maybe to play with a bit because you're dealing with multiple religions with multiple gods that have multiple yeah. power and have favors scattered throughout the land. Generally, in most fantasy settings where you have made up gods, yeah, yeah. it's a pantheon. Yeah. Yes. And, and no one denies the existence of all no, of the No, and there's respect for, like, yeah. even though this may be the, my god of choice, that that god is... Right, right. Yeah. They it's generally actually, believe in yeah. and respect all of yeah. the gods. It's, it's just this it, is It's the one similar to people yeah. in yeah. Catholicism who will pray through a particular saint. Yeah. Sure. It's yeah. similar to that. Yeah. No, no, I get it. No, I understand that. But I have, I have to say, that idea... Is so intriguing to me, you and do. with a GM who yeah. would really handle it with seriousness and and uh, and balance. Because it, even you know. now, religion's regional. Yeah, I mean, you go to Northern Ireland, it's one thing; you go to Southern Ireland, it's another. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and yes, that's a, it's that's called a, Northern yeah. Ireland, Ireland. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. Sorry to our <laughs> two <laughs> Irish <laughs> listeners. There, there is no such thing as Southern um, Ireland. There's, anyway. there's the southern part of Ireland. That's true. Yeah. Ireland. <laughs> that's right. with, with I'm sure that's what Stork meant. With yes. their balmy beaches. And, and margaritas. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Margaritas. Margaritas. 
That's really I guess the trail is this. Anyway, it's. I want to play that game again, though. Very interesting stuff. I'm serious. It's one of the. Once yeah. fair ends, obviously cool. L5R. The other yeah. game I'm thinking about running. Uh, apparently, Jason doesn't want to play them in the. In the. Uh, it is pretty Mo- crunchy Mo- for him. Yeah. Was it too crunchy? Huh? Okay. Well, I just uh, like just Adam knowing. I mean, he's he's my buddy. Like we play a lot of games right. together, and like just uh, like like I know signs on his face when he's like, "Oh, I have to roll for this." <laughs> Like, you know, like, oh, see, like I, I would watch I it, and I'm, it. I'm like, I don't know. Uh, he, like, he loves the character stuff, and I could tell he loved the Absolutely. setting and the idea. And he likes orcs, but yeah, yeah. And, uh, but I could see him going. Oh, well, it's also still a game in progress. Help him. Yeah. What's that? It was also still a game in progress. It was still in yeah. beta. Yeah, and there were so many changes I had to make after. Yeah, that. yeah. yeah. Well, and listeners are totally into that. And I, I really kind of yeah. pulled the rug out on that game. Yeah. It's like. Oh no! Stuff, I have so many stuff happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. so many like things like scheduling I have to change, and stuff right? like yeah. that. Yeah, there's I'll, just so much interesting I'll stuff take to his explore. Place. I, I, yeah, I, see, there you go. I'm, I like Crunchy better than he does. So. Oh, good. Yeah, okay. no, it's fascinating. Yeah. See, I, I like Crunchy as a player. I, I don't do Crunchy as a GM. No, no, just right. absolute no. Well, I wrote yeah. the game, I so I know. I know it. Stu's, oh, yeah. Stu's quote. <laughs> no, you. Do you remember it? Yeah, I like to. I like to narrate. I like to narrate I, a great story. I like to narrate story fr- underneath a pile of crunch. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Shouting. Oh, sorry. Okay. Languages revisited. Gerps. Yeah. From okay. Daniel in Gerps. Australia. Good eye, Daniel from Australia. Here again with a brave missive. missive. Don't, I'm shocked. Don't use it. Shocked. Australia. I say that they stop <gasps> listening if you use an Australian accent. Yeah. You'll get I, offended. I'm, yes. I'm shocked. Shocked. Really had a couple compliments on my Australian accent. Shocked. I say. You were the one that made them mad. Do Australians get offended? Yeah. Well, because yeah, we end up with New Zealand. Ooh, that sounded yeah. more oh, New Zealand right there. So you got to be careful. Sorry. Yeah. I'm shocked. Shocked, I say that, Stu. Venerable Gerps. I'm sorry. Venerable Gerps. Ver- I'm sorry. Venerable Gerps. Stalwart that he is would forget that Gerps. Yeah. Yeah. Has the single greatest <laughs> language rule ever written. And no, I'm not referring to anything in the corset. From page <coughs> X, really, 57 to 58 of Gerps Discworld, I give you. <laughs> Stop right there. Uh-oh. Stop right there. In my defense, I never bought GURPS Discworld. I did not know this existed. If I knew this existed, yeah. <laughs> I would have bought the game. I would have slept with it under my pillow. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, you were poor enough you didn't have a bed. It was just GURPS books. So All right. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> the skill is... I remember that. The skill is called... The skill is called yes. yes. Shouting at foreigners. It Shouting really at foreigners. Foreigners. Metal Discworld. Yes. Mental hard. Well, default to linguistics is at minus four. <laughs> IQ minus six. My, IQ or minus health six. minus six. Yeah. Because that's health. the shouting part. Yep. Health minus six. <laughs> if you just say it loud enough, they're gonna hear that's you. It. It's right. Discworld. Come on. It's shouting at foreigners. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. Did you say, I'll say it again. And what's it always so much? And what, what he's providing Where is, is the Albano. <laughs> what he's providing is the actual text from the Discord. Yeah, no, he book. is. This is Continue. fascinating. Many people think that they can get by in any language by speaking loudly, slowly, right. and clearly in their own, or by drudging up a few half remembered words from old stories and books. On the disc, this sometimes works. <laughs> this it works in real life, car- too. This skill permits the character to communicate with anyone who speaks a widely known Discworld language, given time and a minimum willingness to try on both sides. One skill roll is required per simple concept. Where's the bathroom? And that's key, per simple concept. 
Each attempt takes at least one minute. <laughs> Where Donde <laughs> El Bathroomo? <laughs> a criti- critical success means that some additional information gets across. Language talent adds to this skill. It has a default from uh, was it Los health? Cabrero's health. bathroom. <laughs> what's what's it, HC? It, health. health. It, it has All a right. default from health because a high health lets the character speak loud, loudly and longer. Oh my god, <laughs> that's genius! <laughs> Fucking Steve Jackson, right? I think it's the American rule. <laughs> How can you not love Steve Jackson? I don't think this? anybody does that, but, <laughs> right? but yes, Americans. Yeah. Like I've never seen a yeah. French tourist do that. Yeah. No, or the French are loud. And, I've never met a French time. tourist. <laughs> no, I, I've met lots of tourists through work. And Sorry I've to never all our had, yeah, no, but yeah. I've never had any of them speak loudly and slowly to me. Um, my Actually, ear, my ears are ringing like from like what I just what from I just screamed. you yelling. Of my course. ears, are, I made my own ears ring. Oh. <laughs> Optionally, characters may specialize in one narrowly defined form of communication. For example, Rincewind specializes in screaming and begging for mercy. <laughs> And the dice be forever in favor adorable. of Daniel from Australia. Thank you, Daniel from Australia. Oh my god. And that was that's adorable. some magical GURP shit right there. Right? Rinse, 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 rinse from um yeah, Discworld, yeah. I can't believe wow. that exists. That's what's Discworld? Um it's um, That's the uh, what's the author? I can't remember his name. He 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 had Alzheimer's know, um actually uh, uh what's his name? Neil Gaiman went stepped in to help finish a bunch of his novels. Oh they um, he elaborated crazy, on a bunch of things. No, he he, 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 had, he got dementia or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that sucks. And he no, passed away a few That's, years ago. Yeah. Uh, I know who you're talking about. I yeah, can picture the book. I'm looking it up. Terry, Terry Pratchett. Pratchett. I was yeah. just going to say Pratchett. Yep. Terry Pratchett. No, yeah. really? Yeah. 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 We actually wow. had the opportunity. They, they wanted to have the Boggards to come out and sing Pratchett. What? Yeah. Uh, He's a, he was a very funny guy. He's sort of the Douglas Adams of fantasy stuff. Yeah. Although I personally think he tries a little too hard. Douglas Adams, I think, is effortlessly funny. Mm-hmm. Terry Pratchett sort of seems a Dirk bit Dirk Gently's funny. Holistic Detective Agency. <laughs> they get the couch onto the I know. landing, and then they. I gotta say, no one knows how it gets there. Not a fan of the Douglas Adams Doctor Who stuff, though. Sorry, that was a long time ago. I know. I, don't know the I watched all of them. Fan of anything Doctor Who? So. I love Doctor Who. I just, I just lost a so many listeners. Hitch- 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 Send all your hate mail. You know what? Your emails do? Up, <laughs> and, up until uh, up until like the, the most recent Doctors. Yeah. I mean. What's his name with the fucking scarf? Yeah, that was my doctor, Tom, yeah, Tom, Tom Baker. Baker. Yeah, Tom Baker. That was the one I watched when I was a kid. Shit show. And it was fine for me being Lita. five years old. Okay. Here's, the, here's the problem is that I'm now 44 and it still looks like the same damn special effects. Yeah. Well, because it, it was a kid's show. It got... Yeah, it was. It, it got, and it was low budget. It was. I've, and it, it was the 70s and 90s. The costuming was better. all pulled off of like yeah. off the runs yeah. of the Royal Shakespeare company. Right? Yeah. It's like last yeah. year's run and they would use reuse them right. for free. Trout yeah. is amazing. It got it got better in like the last decade. Yeah. There's an episode where oh fat God, cells come to life. And so it's from a coin. Radagast. <laughs> oh my god. The, the the makeup effects, like oh, oh my god, those pink. And Robert people, Holmes uh, and like the cat nuns. Okay, what, uh, what, what which is the which is the real dark I, doctor? The the one who only did one season. Uh Cardinal? Oh. Wait, oh no, no Eccleston. You're talking yeah. new stuff. Did you watch the Eccleston? I did not. Eccleston's amazing. I've been told that's the one I might He's actually enjoy. Ec- yeah. yeah. That's the one that got yeah. me back into yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. The old and then, and cool, then I stopped though. watching it yeah. again. <laughs> but, uh, but Eccleston, Eccleston is a dark motherfucker. You yeah. know what, though? He would be then. I thought I, he did a fantastic now, have, job. Have you watched 
Um, right. I didn't even realize for the first whole first season that it was him. Yeah. Eccleston is in uh, 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 Lord of the Dark World. No, no, no. The thing that was on HBO. Um, uh, Game of Thrones, uh, the Westworld. Uh, not helping. HBO. The Leftovers. The Leftovers. Oh. No, Mm-mm. no. Uh, that's that's he, a whole other topic that I probably get hate mail on. But yeah. Oh, you don't like the leftovers? I well, okay. So so there's there's this whole genre of TV shows where where you um you have this great ensemble cast with these amazing actors and it's all moody and it's a slow burn and you know mm-hmm. like it's gonna be cool and there's gonna be an awesome mystery and then they reveal this like this super big surprise they at the end never... of the first episode and it's pointless and boring as shit and that's why I didn't like Mad Men. It's why uh, I didn't Men like the leftovers. In its, in its own yeah, exactly. Yeah. It got well, see, so yeah. caught up in its own. And it's like leftovers. Yeah. Leftovers yeah. didn't have their big reveal yeah. until the last episode. Yeah. Well, and that's the problem. Is and like, it was lame. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like it and should I, never. There should never have been a, a big yeah. reveal. I watched like three or four episodes, and I'm like, okay, you guys aren't giving me anything. And you know, no. I checked out of Lost after mm. two and a half seasons. I did finally eventually finish it, but. Um, but like it, you know, a lot of these shows, to me, they get they get so caught up in being dramatic and telling you know and telling this like long con that the that they don't concentrate on the individual episodes. Oh, see, I I, I saw leftovers as I a study, yeah. that too. a study, yeah. a study in grief. Uh huh. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what and it looked like to me. That's how it's been described to me, and I get that. I understand that. And if that's what you're going for, fine. But don't tease me with like alien abductions or the rapture. If you're really just talking about like, oh, no. this random weird thing happened, and now we're just going to talk about how people. And like breathe. the last episode, they they <sighs> don't they, don't M Night Shyamalan me. Right. Exactly. In yeah. The last episode, like, I got six feet under for how people grieve. Like that's way better. <laughs> oh my god, I was so, just thinking yeah. of that as you were talking. I'm like, oh, yeah. See, that's a perfect example yes. of yeah. a, a thread that goes through a show. Yes. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the, the, the big yeah. reveal so, I'm, I'm going to spoil Leftovers it's, Yeah, it's fine. In, okay. in, the, in the last episode uh, one of the main characters because there's a woman who lost her two or three children and her husband uh-huh. and she's the she holds the distinction as being the person who remained on earth yeah. who lost more family members than anyone else in the planet okay. Okay. and she basically finds these people who have come up with this machine that will take them to the other side. Oh. And she goes to the other side. And then we don't see any of that. She just comes back and describes what she saw. And she saw her three children and her husband. He had met someone else. And they had a life. And so she realized their life was okay and she came back. Hmm. And that was the big reveal at the end of it. Oh. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't watch that. <laughs> the thing is, though, I was going through a very dark time in my life yeah. when that show started. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. I'm watching that whole thing, and I'm like yeah. weeping and oh, crying yeah. as it's going on. And I, it was, it was a yeah. wonderfully cathartic. I, I'm actually, wow. yeah. I'm actually, uh, when I talk to people about this show, I find actually that's a through line: is people 
who are going through dark times or difficulties, they're really just latching onto it and they oh, love yeah. it. Absolutely. And it means so much to them, which is why you I don't why? like shit Because on it, what I was going through yeah. wasn't nearly as bad as what they were going right, through. Right, exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it just happened to come on at a time where I like suddenly went from like being miserable my whole life to being like, oh, I'm okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like well, then oh, these it. people are losers like I was last year. Fuck off. No leftovers so, for no you. Left- <laughs> yeah. So, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And also, sometimes there's yeah. the burden of having to end a show. Like Battlestar Galactica ended yeah. kind of with a whimper, and yeah. I'm kind of like, yeah. and it was such a journey. I yeah. loved. Yeah. See, the thing is, mm. there was a there was a writer strike during that. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. I binge yeah, watched it rough. years later, and I know they also just threw darts at a dartboard to find out who were yeah. Cylons. Yeah, they did. Spoilers. The la- the they they literally did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems and that way. Yeah. It does, doesn't it? it? Does. Not with the first one. I like the last. I like the ending though. I like the ending when they end up and they come to Earth yeah. and it's like, this is a nuclear wasteland we can't live here. Yeah, and they find another planet that has a similar primitive mm-hmm. species, uh-huh. and then they do this little like flash forward thing. Yeah, I liked that ending. And you're like repeating the cycle. Ending. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the only thing that bugged me really was First these things have happened back. before and they yeah. will happen again. It was just like Baltar still being like uh, like the fact Gaius. that Baltar? Or, yeah, Bal- yeah. Gaius Baltar. Gaius Baltar. Yeah, Baltar. Not Balthazar. Balthazar. Baltar. It just, I, I don't know, like 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 Six's consciousness yeah. still being around, sure, but Baltar's was like, yeah. really? Why? How? I just I don't don't know. I'm just upset but that my favorite wait, characters, like, they turned around. See, I figured that the... She isn't there anymore. Who? My favorite character, they just turned around, she's not there anymore. Oh. Well, she was... I know. She was the angel of death. Clearly. Yeah. There was there were some problems, let's say, but yeah, but those first couple of seasons were just like holy shit! I the can't first season this in particular was so, so good. good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, even even the season on the on yeah. on, on uh, yeah. New Caprica. Yeah. What's that one called? Thirty was like thirty-three. The thirty-three. But, but I, yeah, I, I right. Oh only my to, god, thirty-three. Only to show that the journey yeah. was more no, was interesting than the actual ending. So and sometimes yeah. the yeah. ending, you're like, because nobody wants it to end. Right. Like I was yeah. so caught up in all of this, and yeah, they've had some seasons that were better than others. The whole scene where they're on the planet. Wouldn't it be? Awesome if they did a Battlestar Galactica series where they show up at Earth and Uh it's like 800 years in the future and we have these giant fucking starships and it's like, oh, we'll take care of the fucking silence. Don't you worry about it, son. (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) Well... Uh, yeah, I I still maintain that Battlestar Galactica was just a Star Trek prequel. So sure. you know, like, are you watching it's, it's uh, season four? Uh, oh, yeah. Eclipse. No, it. Oh, mm. I'm uh, watching what? Sorry, uh, Mormons. Uh, uh, Sorry, uh, Mormons. Yeah, I'm totally saying it wrong. Oh my god, I want to say Eclipse phase. I'm sorry. The Expanse. Yeah. The Expanse. Uh, oh shit! Sorry. Oops. Thanks, Jeb. The Expanse. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yes, I'm in the middle. Yes. Of, okay. I'm in the middle okay. of, of, of right? season three oh of God. The Expanse. Oh, I haven't seen any of season three yet. I'm just like, yeah. I'm Christian Avasarala. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my God. God. She is the flower of profanity. Yes. I, uh, I love she is so, her. I hated her in the first season because oh. she doesn't show up in the first book. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She I doesn't heard show that. up until yeah. until the second novel. Yeah. Yeah. And the first two seasons are the first novel. Yeah. And I don't think they knew what to do with her. Right, uh, yeah. and I did not like her character. Oh, when I read the second her. book, so she was good. my favorite character. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, oh, Christian yeah. Avasaro lives in this uh, one. <laughs> this is uh, like every single moment, just about of that entire show. The first two seasons is amazing, but there is one moment where I just like threw my fist up in the air and stood up and cheered, 
and it, like it was just so perfect. And it's when they're in the the they're uh, they're interviewing uh, Bobby from the Martian. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And, and, and it's season two. Yeah. yeah. And and Christian Avasarala is asking her questions, and the Martian ambassador goes. Where are you going with this? And she turns and she just goes, wherever the fuck I want. Right? <laughs> and it's like, scared of you, bitch? Damn. I'm like, yes. Have you, have you read yeah. the books? No, I haven't. I got She's yeah. way more profane in the books. I've heard, yeah. I'm so excited. I was just yeah. impressed that they found... You nutless fuck. Somebody, yeah. <laughs> that they found someone to play Bobby. Because there's oh. probably only one person oh, on the planet so that can pull good. it off. It's either her or it's going to be the, the woman Wendell who plays... Christy, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. but, yeah. But, and but... And they'd have to make her look specific. They actually found a... Yeah. Yep. This this girl she's is awesome. good, and there's yeah. there's she's amazing. Some, and I would say my she has the physicality. Oh, oh yeah, and, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Tom Jane as Miller. Oh yeah, he was good. So I, good. I have to say, my favorite character though is uh, Wes Chatham as uh, um, what's his name? Uh, his character's name. He's the he's the the engineer. He's, he's no, he's the big any. badass. Oh, the Amos. The, Amos. That's Amos. Yeah, Amos. So Amos. good. Oh, see in the novels. Oh. He's, he's in the Hubble. They allude, uh, to and yeah, I was like, yeah. "Who's that guy? The, Who's that they, guy?" They allude to it a little bit in the yeah. books. Oh, but he's so good. Amos he's, might be a sociopath. Yes, I, no, I, I absolutely be? believe he well, is. Yeah, <laughs> he is. But he's like, he's, amazing. he's the most tender-hearted sociopath, yeah. and also crazy kind of? hot. Um, but yeah, no, he just like, like he'll be going through. Yeah. Th- some event and he'll turn to somebody and he'll just say the most random ass creepy shit. But you're like, that's fucking deep. Like that, <laughs> you know. Like he just has these one line. I'd quotes. kill you right now. He's right. Kind Naomi of, wouldn't like it though. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> and it's like, watch, oh, great. did you watch Black Sales? I watched the first season because it's Black kind Sales, of yeah. like for me that's I finally finished. It's it. like yeah. Charles Vane so and that. Good. It's uh-huh. so good. And Charles Vane is not a good character. Oh no! But he is the one guy who his moral compass, like he is, he is on yeah. his true <laughs> north. Yeah. And he's not going to... And Amos is like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they are true to themselves. Right. And it's just... Oh. Yeah. Uh, you know that uh, the backstory behind the uh, creation of The Expanse, it's a group of people, and they actually created it... It was an RPG. It was... They were working on an RPG. Yeah. And so this was the the world that they were and setting up. And it got... The, the rug got pulled out from under them, yeah. so they decided oh. to write a novel instead. So they took all oh. that there was a work a that game they had world we were that they were doing. Talking about video feeling game, robbed. Right? Yeah. I want that RPG. So you see how I brought it all back yeah. around to gaming I, notes? And now we can read I the logo. I told you. I, told, uh, I got to talk to them <laughs> at Comic-Con last year. Oh, wow. And yeah. I was like, you're going to think this is really stupid, because it was a video game. Yeah. Video game, a bunch of research they had done. And I was like, you should totally make a game out of this. And they were, he was like, really? Because, um, and then didn't they announce, um, is it Green Ronin? Probably. That has, they're Green making Ronin. it a game. Green Ronin. <laughs> it rhymes. Call it. Nutsack motherfucker or something. <laughs> but I don't know. I was just being <coughs> a Rosella. It's not Green Green a yeah. 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 the two prong. But there, uh, there is a game coming out. Yeah. I can't remember if it's. Expanse? I think it's Everything Green gets turned into a game. Big yeah. Trouble Little China got turned no, into a game. No, Green Ronin. Ronin? I listened to a podcast. Are you kidding just me? Just before we it's actually Ronin. started doing our podcast, it is Ronin. And they had one of the guys on there, and he's like, "It's Green Ronin." It is Ronin. Really? I got. I've been corrected. <laughs> okay, before Green too. Ronin. Tappy corrected us numerous times yeah. too. But, but and I believe, Green Ronin uh, rhymes much better than Green Ronin. They, there's you know what? A there's a movie with uh, what's his name called Ronin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that's pronounced Ronin. Ronin. Yeah. Uh, with, with, oh yeah. Uh, Italian-looking guy. Come on. I don't know. It's. 
One of the greatest actors on the planet. I know his name. I know who you're talking about, and I can't. I can't remember his name. One of the greatest Italian actors on the planet, and it's not Al Pacino. Go ahead. Go ahead. I can't. Marlon Brando. No. De Niro. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. I looked it up. I was going to say Robert Duvall. You gave it to him. You said with Robert De Niro. Come on. Yeah. I looked it up. Robert Duvall. Bob Money. Bob Money. It's all about the Benjis. So, should we call it? Come to fair tomorrow. Yeah, come, come to fair tomorrow. Yes. We have a meetup tomorrow. I'm going to try to get this episode yeah. posted. So Adam will be there. Yeah. Right? I will not. No, no, um, no. Really? I am. I yeah. I am in your life. I do actually. I am in the middle of campaigning to oh, run for business I... representative of my union. Uh, it is taking up a tremendous amount of time. I'm having to do a lot of peopling. Uh, and so you need to borrow some sharpies to make posters. <laughs> I, I do, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, so, so it's just been kind of all-consuming. So, a lot of uh, if I'm not here, I'm I'm campaigning and uh, trying to win that. So, I will not be there. Exactly. Be there. I'll be there. Kimmy will be there. Kimmy will be there. Kimmy will be there. I think Max, there. I think Max going. I think, yeah. I don't know if yeah. Sam's going. I don't remember. A lot of people are. Yeah. Nah, lots of people. I know people. I'm getting and, a lot um, of tickets Dave, tomorrow morning. Please come and introduce yourself. Epoxy Badger. Seriously, please come and introduce yourself. And even if you introduced yourself before, reintroduce yourself. Because my brain's like a sieve. <laughs> I can't and, remember And shit. remember, Stork will blow you off. That's just... It's just a dick. Most of the time, I have to pee. Yeah. Usually, it's like people come up and talk to me, and I'm like, I got off stage. I just drank a gallon yeah. of beer, and I yeah. got off stage. I'm like, Hey, how's it going? How's it going? It's great. No, really. I no. I, I have gotta to go. go. I have to get right off stage <laughs> and decompress. Don't don't let him fool you. There is like that. as soon as we hit, say cut on this podcast, he just like bolts out the door and doesn't even say goodbye. To says us. fuck it's you, like, people, and he leaves. Yeah. yeah. He does. I'm he totally pe- does. Awful. Yeah. Peeing on Stu's tree out there. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Pee- <laughs> no, no. Pee on the potato plants. I can't what? see them in the dark. Oh, because right. it'll keep the puppies off? No, no, fertilizer. What? Pee? No, pee Yeah, is, you need the phosphates. Pee on tomatoes, too. Yeah. What? You didn't know that? Uh, yeah. This is another interesting tidbit brought to you by Happy Soda, Ash, and wow. Urine. RPG that's what you want right, yeah. That's what you want to fertilize with, is soda, ash, and urine. Yeah. All right. <gasps> Did yeah. you ever watch the... No, the, I thought it would be too alkaline or this, something. This I don't podcast know. of RPGs, TV film criticism, yeah. and, fertilization. and fertilization gardening of gardening tips. tips All right. Now. All right. Oh, yeah. Shadow Pond, too. It's Thank you for joining us for season 21, episode 17 of Happy Jack's RPG Podcast. My name is Stu. My name is Gina. My name is Adam. Stork. Thank you very much, and we'll see you uh, tomorrow at our meetup at Fair at noon at Rogue's Reef Stage. And if uh, you're not local, I'm sorry. Maybe next next year. You can come anytime and come and see us. We don't mind. We'll talk about shows we like. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much, and we'll leave you with a song. Bye. Live a long life.
till my private parts fail. For life without liquor is to no avail, so bring me lager for life. I'd rather have whiskey than wealth, for riches bring thieves of great stealth. The wealthy drink wine and on pleasant they dine, but give me a keg and a fine turkey leg, and I'll eat, drink, and toast to your health. I'd rather have lager than wine. I'll take a strong stout over strife. I'd prefer to confer with a half pint of ale than live a long life till my private parts fail. For life without liquor is to no avail. So bring me lager for life. I'd rather have beer than have fame. For drinking too much, safe again. So bravery's virtue that warfare can urge you. Let other men fight while I drink every night and gain a less sober acclaim. I'd rather have lager than life. I'll take a strong stout over strife. I'd prefer to confer with a half pint of ale than live a long life till my private parts fail. For life without liquor is to no avail. So bring me lager for life. in the manner of a male prostitute. Go away, Baton! Why problem make when you no problem have, you don't want to make? <laughs>